0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Outside Perspective. I'm your host, Adam Meredith. This conversation is a good one. I really had a fucking good time with this one, just shooting the shit with my homie Justin Bricker. Before I get to the conversation... Big thank you for tuning in. I do have to ask if you are getting value out of the show. Do me a solid. Leave a rating and review, especially on Apple Podcasts. Just an honest rating and review. You know, Just be honest. Help, help me improve the show. If you think five stars is fair, give me five stars. It'll really help. Also, you can subscribe. You can share. Uh, just tell a friend. All of these things will help the show grow. And I can't do it without you. So if you're getting value, if you're thinking of things differently, if you're having a laugh, uh, just do me a favor and help Spread the word. Go over to ImposedWill.com. Imposed Will is my company. I'm having a fantastic time working to bring you guys the, the highest quality gear. Uh, we just dropped some uh, rash guards, working on some other things as well. We have hoodies and hats and, and a full line of apparel. So go over to ImposedWill.com check out our line of apparel there. You can save 10% when you check out by using the code OUTSIDE. Uh, Listen, I'm just working hard to build a community, a place where where like-minded people can go and kick ass, and I hope you guys come and join us. So go check us out over at ImposedWill.com. Also, shameless plug, our guest today has a company which we talk about quite a bit, hand wraps. You can go to handwrapsco.com. That's H-A-N-D-W-R-A-P-S-C-O dot com. These are high quality hemp papers if you are a consumer of cannabis or hemp or uh, even just tobacco even. I'm not really a fan of tobacco, but if you're looking for hemp rolling papers, high-quality shit. Check out HandWraps.com. Man, I love I love the fucking product, absolutely, and we're going to talk about it here on the show. So um, I don't have a code for you. Uh, it's just I love the product, and I love the owner, and I think you guys will enjoy the product as well. So go check them out, HandWrapsCo.com. All right, let's get to the guest. This was a fun-ass conversation. I'm sitting down with, uh, I think he's the most, I've had him on the show the most. I think this is his fourth time. So uh, my brother, Justin Bricker, let's gain some perspective. It's been a while
1: since we were podcasting.
0: It's been a good minute since we've sat down. Probably at least a year and a
1: half. I'm still the most fucking uh, tenured guest on the show.
0: <laughs> uh, how many times have you been? Twice? No, I think four.
1: This would be four, maybe? Four times. We did the one on the plane, the one with me, you, and Blake, that I think we all put out, right? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah,
0: we've done three. We did one on the car, didn't we?
1: Yeah, and then, fuck, we've done three that we haven't even put out, <laughs> I think.
0: Yeah, I did one on yours. Yeah. When you When you had the show.
1: Yeah, I was thinking about bringing it back.
0: I get asked about once every two weeks.
1: Yeah? Yeah. yeah. And then uh, a buddy of mine st- was like, oh, I got a studio you can use in my house. It's actually pretty fucking legit. Oh, where's that at? It's actually right down the street, off Main Street in St. Charles. Mm, Okay.
0: Check this out. Fuck yeah. All right, let's see what we got going on here with this fucking... He's ADCC trials, boy! Oh, nice. That's at his house. Yeah, legit. Dude, it's super legit. Nice. Yeah, I, c- I couldn't believe it. Yeah, man, I can't wait to have a studio for real, for real. He does.
1: Uh, he does a lot of streaming stuff on on Twitch. So, mm-hmm. he's uh, fuck, dude. He's he's like one of the first people I ever met that was like actually into podcasts, like 2010 and you know OG yeah. podcast days. Yeah. Like, before they were, like, yeah. you know, mainstream and everyone fucking had one.
0: I don't know when I started listening to podcasts. I, um, I think I, it was around 2000, probably, like
1: 15 or 14. It was 14 for sure for me because, like, I remember being at uh, Club Fitness, and I was on the treadmill, and I was just, like, I'm just so tired of just fucking counting down the seconds and songs. I need something else to fucking... Passed my mind. Mm-hmm. And my boy Brian posted a clip of Chael Sonnen on Joe Rogan. Yeah. And I fucking I was like, oh, cool. I'll just put that on. And that was the first time I like, actually sat down and listened to any fucking podcast.
0: I remember when I heard Joe Rogan had a podcast, I was like, the Fear Factor guy? Yeah. Oh, dude.
1: I mean, I didn't even realize that was him in the UFC until like 2013, 20, I mean 2012. Like, I didn't really watch until I was I, 17, 18. I didn't really know he was a comic. I had no idea till I heard the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Same. You know like, Dude, I learned so much. Yeah. Mhm. But it's so weird to me now like how people just champion for Rogan on every single stance that he makes. Like let's let's take a a second here and realize that Yeah. He's a fucking 53-year-old pothead who Yeah. <laughs> has a is a comedian that used to make people eat moose knuckles and shit.
0: Yeah, I just think he's gained so many people's um, trust. Yeah. Just be- with his ability to have an honest conversation and change his mind. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's never just dead set on any ideal. Idea, or even if he does have a a thought of his own, he still will entertain the other. Yeah. When do you
1: say ideal versus ideas?
0: I don't know. Me neither. And I, I was. I just say shit and hope (laughs) it's right. And I just question myself in quietness. No, you're smart enough. People be like, "Damn,
1: am I not using that right? Because that's what just happened to me right there."
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think an ideal is something that it's like it's like a. A situation. No, an ideal is like it's like an idea, like a perfect idea like what would be ideal. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Like ideally. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: These ideals that we have, I mm-hmm. just
0: yeah, I'm not smart enough to use that correlated in, in the time. That's okay. Yeah. But yeah, I think a lot of people would just trust them. So, yeah, man, podcast podcasting has changed the fucking world. I feel super um I've been feeling super down because I haven't been like working very hard on this shit. Yeah. Very recently. And uh, just because it's like, you know, when you're not really progressing, like, you'd want to progress, you start, at least me, I I talk so bad to myself. Yeah, dude, I, yeah, I, we're <laughs> always, always our, will, our own worst critics. I'm always trying to work on my self-talk. But Deja and I were just uh, watching something, and Rogan, I think we were watching the, uh, did you watch that Comedy Store documentary on Showtime? Uh-uh. It's pretty good, man. It's like five episodes, kind of goes through the Comedy Store from, Didn't... like, the 70s on. Never
1: mind. That was that 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 show that they did based on it that Jim Carrey produced. I don't know if you saw that. Mm -mm. Uh, Anyways, continue. Yeah,
0: and it's not that. It's just I think this is just a documentary. Anyway, in um, I lost my fucking train of thought. What was my point? Champion
1: and Rogan, you and Deja watching.
0: Oh, we were we are talking about uh, we're, the fourth episode was essentially talking about how, like Joe Rogan like his whole situation with the comedy store, and they're talking about how his podcast blew up and shit, and it showed like an old clip from like the first like few years of his show where it was literally it looks like what I'm doing. It's literally just him with friends it, on his couch. Yeah, him and Redman like
1: staring into the camera like. Mm-hmm. Is this on? <laughs> you know?
0: Yeah, dude. He talks about how you can hear his kids in the background and the other. And I remember an episode where I did hear his kids in the background and shit. So it's just it's just so easy to, uh, to get caught up and be like, oh, man, look where he's at. And and in, he's a, d- in a billion
1: dollar compound with private security. Oh, my gosh.
0: You know, just to see where you can be and just to see where you are now, man, it can be. Uh, it's just good to get those reminders. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. That you're not, you're not, just because you're not where you want to be doesn't mean you're not on the right path.
1: I mean fuck dude, you've had three different studios yourself.
0: We started off
1: on the couch and then then the basement and then now we're here at this one. I mean you you've made upgrades too, so you gotta Oh think, yeah, things are upgraded. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, man. You I know, know dude. Came a long way from the basement couch or, or the airplane or the fucking the car ride. Remember, yeah, we recorded one in the car too.
0: Yeah, I still go everywhere and record, so that hasn't changed. But uh it'll be nice to have like an actual studio. So um I had this guy on the show, his name's Matt Vincent. Mm-hmm. He uh, he's based here in St. Louis. He's not from here, but he was a uh, like a Highlands game world champion. It's like like the Irish, yeah, or the, the
1: Scotland. Is it Scotland or uh, Scottish or Irish? I think it's Scottish.
0: I think yeah. it's the Scots. Yeah, yeah, where they throw shit. Yeah, you know all that. You see him at like Renaissance fairs and mm-hmm. shit. He was he was like uh, I think a two time world champion or three time world champion or some shit like that. And I think the other years he took second or some. Sh- just just a monster savage at that right so he's um i think from louisiana but he's based here in st louis now and um i had him on the podcast and shit and dude after after that he invited me down to like his hq here Mm -hmm. um it's just this building in the grove just a little little building that he turned into this badass gym and he has a podcast studio in there oh that's awesome dude it's so it's so fucking nice bro so did you throw some hammers
1: no, no,
0: no. There's no space there for that.
1: Oh, dude! Now I want to throw some hammers.
0: But just to like, it was really cool just to be in his podcast room to be yeah. like, man, this is very fucking possible. Yeah, it was about the closest thing to Rogan space I think I could have been in.
1: Yeah, dude. Like, just to think like that, Rogan bought an airport hangar and turned it into just a giant man playground with a podcast studio. Uh, it's pretty fucking cool to think about. Anything's possible, bro. Yeah, yeah, and like. It's not like he made that money from the UFC. I'm sure they pay him very, very well. But
0: Yeah, he has multiple revenue streams.
1: All doing the funnest shit in the world. It's like, hey, let's watch fights, let's fucking bullshit with the friends and the smartest people in the world and yeah. then I'll probably go tell some jokes with Dave Chappelle.
0: <laughs> Dude. <laughs> you yeah. Know? You know what he does a really good job at something that I've I've noticed that um I have a resistance to I've i I've always wanted to um to, like, build a team, mm-hmm. like, build my own thing. So I've always had this resistance to, like, joining teams or, like, like like attaching myself to people. Like, as, as I think it sounds bad, but I'd rather, because I want to build a team, like, I want to bring people in right. as to me join in other people's shit. Yeah, I feel you. But what he's really good at doing is as he's kind of building his own thing, he's really good at just attaching himself to just really successful people. Yeah. What- it, well, what I mean by that is for me, it's say I want to be friends with somebody who's uber successful. Like there's a there's a, a resistance that I have that mm. I'm just like oh don't go attach yourself to that person. Like you go keep working and and doing. And maybe it's just because of where he has where he is in his life, but. He just he's like, oh, you're super successful. You're my friend.
1: Yeah, let's be friends. Cool, because I know that one, you're gonna make me feel like a pussy if I'm not doing shit right. Right. And if I'm slacking. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. It, it's it's a, honestly it's a good competitive nature.
0: Well, he's I really good at that. He's yeah. just like, let's be friends. Yeah. I want to be friends with whoever's the best.
1: It goes back to training, right? Like, yeah. You know, if you want to be one of the best in the world, like, you got to go train with the best in the world. Like, those guys are still your friends, but at the end of the day, like, if we have a match that in comes to me facing you for that top podium spot like yeah we're gonna scrap it out i think some of it
0: helps that he's 50 huge part of it
1: yeah a long time to let your ego die
0: dude I, i still think of like uh there's still always a part of me there's that ego part it's like man i could be doing these things yeah Whatever it is. Yeah, I feel you. It's hard. Like, hanging out with these Pedego guys, I'm very competitive with a lot of those guys. You know what I'm saying? But, obviously, I'm not going to go out there and and compete at the level that Jacob Couch is out there competing or Andrew Wiltsy is competing. Like, I'm just not going to do that. Yeah. But there's a part of me, whenever I'm like, oh, man, I'm super competitive with these guys when we're training, there's a part of me that's like, oh, man, I can probably go out and compete well at that level if I dedicated at it. But it's like – what what I'm I guess what I'm trying to articulate is the the internal struggle between that that little piece of ego that's always there. And it's like man, you you can probably still do this. Yeah. Because you get you get just enough reinforcement in the in the gym when you're training.
1: Well, especially because like you know.
0: But realistically. <laughs> well,
1: especially because like where you're at, man. Like you've been doing this your entire life at this point. I mean, you're what thirty-two, thirty-three.
0: I'll be thirty-four in December. Yeah, thirty-four in December. Yeah, you've been, it's been
1: grappling for twenty years. Twenty
0: years I started wrestling. Yeah. Yep.
1: So it's like, yeah, of course you're gonna have, you're always gonna have the in you because it's, I mean, yeah, that's what you've done. I mean, more than half your life at this point.
0: That's that internal battle.
1: Yeah, and like you said, it comes, it comes with age and, you oh, know, yeah, realizing that I don't want Jacob Couch anywhere near my fucking legs in a competition because <laughs> on the mats we're friends, in, in the training room we can go as hard as we want but I know nobody's going to hurt me intentionally. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, That yeah. that's where it comes down to it for me, man. Like I get such bad competition anxiety for that. Mm. Not, not so much that I'm just going to get hurt, but that's like a major factor in it, you know? Yeah. And I, you know, being afraid to not perform to your ability in front of everyone. And then cool. I just got my ass whooped. Then I got hurt and it's like, that's the whole mental piece. Yeah, man. It's been super fucking tough for me to overcome for, yeah. Because I never did any, you know, individual sports growing up. I always played team sports, mm-hmm. like, you know, track and whatnot. But, you know, there's 10 guys on the track at a time. Like, I could take third. Nobody's really going to, like, notice. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I could well, duck off in the pack. But
0: Yeah, and you're not going to get hurt if you lose. No, no.
1: And if you do lose, you can fake an injury. That's <laughs> the best thing. <laughs> you're like, I but, pull my hamstring. That's the best thing oh, about shit. track. Yeah, you see a guy get blown out on the fucking back leg of the 400. It's like, oh, I'm gonna pull this up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: you just fucking find a way out. Yeah. Well, I guess you can do that in a match too. You can tap. Oh, yeah. But it hurts your ego a whole lot worse. Yeah. Yeah. Shit fucks you up. You see people give up a lot though. Like,
1: especially like the more and more that I've trained and like watch fights and jujitsu and stuff. You see those times where guys just give up. Yeah. Right, well, because you know you've I, been. You've I've been, been there. I've, yeah, I've given up. I've yeah. been
0: the one of those guys who've given up before. Yeah. fuck yeah. It's like,
1: oh, he just turned straight to his back and flattened out. And everybody
0: gives up at some point. Not everybody, but for the most part, you can usually break a guy's will, man, and make him give up. Did you watch? Uh, did you watch Glover versus Jan this mm-hmm.
1: Saturday? That's what happened. Glover. T-
0: now, is this a is this a testament to Glover, or is this is this just showing how weak that fucking division is?
1: Um, both things can be true, right?
0: You know what
1: yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, I think both things can't be true. But you got to like also take in consideration that like, Corey Anderson is the number three guy in Bellator right now, and he made Jan his bitch for fucking fifteen minutes. Right. It was awful. His face looked like he got stung by every bee in the jungle afterwards. And Corey Anderson looks super impressive his last fight. He's so fucking good. Oh my. He's gosh. a monster. Oh my god. But you know, he's still like. Not D C, he's not John Jones, which obviously, you know, the pinnacle, right? Yeah. But the division is just so stagnant itself.
0: Yeah. I'm just checking in on this. And see who's fucking rolling.
1: Who's all competing?
0: Like, like that we know? Yeah. Um, Alejandro's competing, uh, Couch is competing. Um I think Spatch is gonna compete. I know he's there coaching. I think George is competing, Jacob, um obviously we just watched Mason go. Um, yeah, Mason Fowler is a fucking savage. George is competing in
1: Europe. But we don't really Europe. know. I don't, what? George is competing in Europe?
0: Fucking sick, bro, right? He's going to take that trip across the pond to the UK.
1: Hell yeah. Hell yeah, right? That's awesome. It's not Polaris, though, is it? I don't know what it is. Yeah, I just George saw... is
0: such an interesting human. I wish I could get him on the podcast. He's just so uh, he's so private.
1: I know. I know. <laughs> it's good, though. It makes him who he is. And that's
0: why uh, I like
1: George a lot. As I say, everyone loves...
0: I, I'm if
1: you if you don't like George then there's probably something really wrong with you and I can't, I can't If you don't like
0: any you. of those guys. Yeah. I love all of those guys very much. They uh they're also uh welcoming.
1: I was having that talk with uh with Phil Lampy today. Mm-hmm. I mean, he just opened his school out in Wentzville and I went and trained with him this morning. He's like, dude man, he's like, I appreciate it. I love you know you coming out and I was like, Absolutely, man, like Phil's a nice guy. Yeah, he's came and trained with us at, you know, Saint Charles turn, during the day classes and stuff and um He's like, it's it's so stupid, man. He's like, there's so much good jujitsu around here from everyone. Yeah. He's like, you look at all the other gyms in in the area. Like everywhere you turn, there's a world champion or someone who's like competing at the highest level right now. He's like, why would you not want to go and train with those guys? Yeah. It's like it's only gonna make your teammates better. Right. You know. hmm
0: I 100% agree, man. I'm all for cross training. I don't. I think the whole mentality that seems to linger with. A lot of like old school, traditional jujitsu guys, you know, yeah. um, that are a little bit more rooted and in, in like that first wave that came over, you know, that 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 real uh, it's that it's that old school Gracie mentality is yeah. what it is. It's the it's we the keep gi- our
1: secrets. You know. don't train anywhere else. So. Well, it's not
0: even that. It's just the um, it's the you know, our jujitsu is better. Uh, we're gonna gymstorm. Storm. You know, we don't really respect anybody else enough to really recognize the truth of there's a lot of good jiu out there. Jujitsu everywhere. Bro. Yeah, man. It's like, um, you know, we can't train with other people or we can't have other people come in. And it's just like an old school mentality. It's a little bit more deeply rooted in tradition. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And um, I think lineage is important. I think it's... Uh, it's something that's it's good to know about. But I think sometimes it can be taken just a little bit too far. You know what I mean? Like, it's good to know. Like, all right, cool. I'm glad you got your belt from them and blah, blah, blah But I'm learning from you. Right. Like, like, I don't need to have this deep, you know, s- thing with.
1: Someone I've never met. Someone or I've
0: never met or I don't train with. Like, yeah. I can have respect for them and I can have the understanding. But it doesn't have to be that deep. You right. know what I'm saying? I heard uh, James Krause talking about he got his black belt from Leo Picanha. Yeah, Leo's a good guy. He's like
1: I-, I trained under Leo maybe 20, 30 times my whole life. It's yeah. like I learned my jujitsu from training with everyone that I could find yeah. who's good at jujitsu. Yeah,
0: <laughs> You know, you're like and that's how most people do yeah. in general. I mean, yeah. I think the journey of jiu-jitsu is such a long one. You know, as you're your piece in your game and I guess now that I'm at this like 12-year mark I've, I've been in the gym for so long. You just see the cycle. Like most yeah. people, kind of go through similar cycles. Right. And uh, and 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 in their game development. So, yeah, man, it's it's just like a, literally, a, it's just a collective of all these different experiences from all your different partners and from all your different teachers and just from all these different experiences. Uh, that, it's not just one person ever.
1: And I think that's like you know the best part about going to training at these different gyms is like, you know. Like, if you go to open mat on a normal whatever day and you roll with the same 10 people, five people, yeah. everyone's got their same game in the gym and you know what their game is mm-hmm. and you guys kind of have a telegraphed roll, because people want to win. You know, they want to win the role. It's, I get it. You know, they want to do their best moves and yada, yada, yada. You go to this other gym, somebody you never met before, somebody you never seen, you slap and bump, you have no idea what's going to happen. Your best move might be their best defensive move, and mm-hmm. now they're on your back, you you're know? Right. Like,
0: right, and there's that level of unknown, which you have to deal with mentally, which, yeah. which is nice. It's, yeah. it's nice to have that uncertainty because you get so lax in the gym often. And, um, and depending on where you're training at, man, some gyms will, will get into that country club mode where, you know, most of their clientele is – and there's nothing wrong with this. It's just a difference where most of the clientele is, uh, you know, just a little bit older or mm-hmm. more working class and less geared towards – you know they're just there for different reasons they're right not it's there not to... competition
1: no. it's not for it's just right we're here to do jujitsu and hang out and have a good time Yep. and those places are needed
0: those are great because well those those bring in you can have both in the same place yeah yeah absolutely for sure
1: it it's very rare though yeah they're very very rare um
0: yeah it can be
1: well because some people don't like get the line Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, you know, 'cause it you might it, that might be cool in this class, but it's not cool in this class, right, and if that's how you are all the time, you're not gonna like this guy,
0: well, if you're a competition guy, you just come to competition classes, these are your training sessions, right. not, not this one, right, and if you do come here, then don't be that guy, yeah, yeah <laughs> not that guy, pal, yeah, no, get out guy. of here, get out of here buddy, yeah man i
1: i uh I truly though believe that competition training should like. Absolutely be a part of everyone's regimen, even if you don't compete, just to learn, like, if your jiu-jitsu, like, actually really, like, works.
0: Yeah, you need to be able to go hard. You know, because you,
1: you, like, like I said, you get that country club. Well, there's a lot of those places that they don't roll either. And if you do, mm-hmm. it's, like,
2: mm-hmm.
1: very positional-based sparring where everything's set up for whatever just was taught to work. And, yeah. You know, so it's, like. You, you get that weird gray area where, because yeah. I mean, I've been to places like that. You know, I had them out of town, I drop in, and it's like, oh, we don't do that here. It's mm-hmm. like, weird. It's like, well, I can't
0: pass from my feet.
1: <laughs> you know, like, how else do you pass? Yeah, you know? Yeah.
0: You know what I don't do anymore, where it, what I was a really bad habit in the beginning? Um, I would just accept positions. Yeah, you know, I'll be like, oh, I guess we're just starting from closed guard, or oh, let's just reset to here, and I'll just let you get an advantageous position, or like not anymore. No, no,
1: no. Unless unless I tell you, hey, let's uh, let's physically work out of bad positions. I just wanna I just wanna go,
0: now. yeah, yeah, I mean, we're gonna work from a neutral position for both of us. I'm not gonna like close guard isn't neutral oh, and, and and I'm not yeah. just going to accept that position yeah. i I used to just accept it, yeah, and, or I'll just work for maybe past your guard and do all this shit and work through this whole process. now I'm just like, fuck all that yeah, let me just let's go I'll, Dude, oftentimes man, I'll get in there and for if, if I'm on top like you're on your butt or something, mm-hmm. what I'll do is I'll just put my hand on your knee, and what I do is. I don't, I do this gi and no gi, but I'll just, I'll just, as I'm pushing, like as I, 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 I get up to, to pass, like I, I circle, I just post this, like all my weight on your knee right. and it pins your foot onto the ground. And then I just, I just, just e- just easily just X pass. push it by, yeah. and it's the smoothest fucking shit and it's so timed because people aren't expecting because i come in i put my hand and then i go right and then it's just really well timed and they're doesn't...
1: stuck and then they try to rock back and as they're rocking back you're spinning them
0: yeah i'm just boom yeah it's just it's so fucking smooth on timing but it's just like just those little things
1: dude my guard passing in the gi might be the worst of any blue belt in the fucking planet right really (laughs) yeah well you know me i'm i i don't i don't enjoy the Ghee as much as no gi anyways but
0: it's a different thing it's
1: totally different and i go through spurts like where like i really fall in love with it yeah but I got to stop playing off my back because I get too comfortable. So now I'm just forcing myself to pass and forcing myself to yeah. start on my feet and go from yeah. there and well, you can. In and, I
0: think if you play off your back as long as you – like what are you doing off your back when you get there? What's making you say that?
1: I just – so I've lost five straight matches by decision without giving up a point. I, I get too comfortable in my guard. Are you pulling guard? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like I'm not confident enough in my top game mm-hmm. to sweep and pass. You know? So it's like – I just stay there and I stall and I I, I know I, I spam submissions. And you just
0: like go to like the motions.
1: Yeah, and I um, play defensively. Like I said. It's yeah. Five straight by decision. Haven't given up a point. Yeah. I just haven't scored and I haven't won. Yeah, and like you're like, not being the aggressor. You're exactly.
0: Just, you're just reactive the whole time. Exactly, and um, like
1: part of that too is from at accepting, least you're being active. Yeah, but part of it too is just from accepting position for yeah. so long. Yeah. You know, and like getting bad training habits.
0: Yeah, that's that's just that's probably a. A pace that you you typically roll.
1: yeah, truly, like you know, and
0: you you probably don't try to win in the gym.
1: No, I, I try to get submissions, and I don't try and score points. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah, that's a big that's a big po- you know portion. Like if I'm gonna do point jiu yeah, I gotta fucking score points.
0: Yeah, you gotta control positions. Right. Yeah,
1: and if you're constantly defending and no one's passing, you're still losing. you yeah. know, like I threatened a few submissions in my super fight. Like I had three triangles, and. Couldn't finish them, and we went to overtime, and I lost in overtime. Mm. I won, I, I won regulation off of, you know, yeah. criteria, but lost and truly lost in fucking, yeah, in the overtime. Yeah, and like I said, it's just because I know, I know what my problem is. It's getting out there and fucking,
0: yeah, doing it. You know, you just don't feel comfortable on top. No, really, S-
1: especially not in the gee. Yeah. Nogi is a little bit easier because I'm more fluid, and I can. You can It's harder to hold me down. Yeah, you know, it's harder to stop me. If I can knee slice and I come out a little wide, all right, cool. You don't have any attachments, and I can yeah. at least get out and reset.
0: I think a good strategy with Nogi is if you can pull guard and wrestle wrestle up and and get the two that way. And then what will happen is you'll get your two and then that person will probably stand back up and then you can pull guard again. Right. And so, then now you're up by two and now you're now you're playing guard.
1: And I, and I actually heard Gordon talk about that uh, uh, and that 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 changed a lot of it. So I would just usually I would just pull and go straight to half guard or you know like a de la hiva. Yeah. And then I heard Gordon talking about he's like, "Yeah, I know I can wrestle with a lot of these guys." He's like, but what's the point if I can wrestle up and take you down he goes if I'm locking up and I'm tying up with you that's a lot of energy to expend mm-hmm. for the same result yeah he's like so if you're confident in people not being able to pass your guard yeah have the faith in yourself to be able to wrestle up yeah so I started working on that a lot and I it, I definitely got a, a lot better and it opened up way more leg entries and yeah and I just kind of fell yeah. into that leg lock game and just trying mm-hmm. to wrestle up from there but like I told myself like all right I'm not going to, like, actually pull guard at all. 2022, I'm going to fucking strap the wrestling shoes on and just, like, actually learn how to fucking pass from my feet and And, stay on my feet. And you you go up to
0: fucking Heath's on Tuesday and Thursday.
1: Fuck, I know, dude. I got to pick Kylie from schools on on, on Tuesday and Thursday at 2.30. So that's where it gets tough, you know? At 2.30? Well, I I have to leave my house at 2.30 because they get out at 3.15. You know, it's 30 minutes away. Oh, you got time. What time do you get done? One. One, so we...
0: You'll be, you'll, you'll be back here by
1: 2.30. Yeah, it'd have to be, I'd, we'd have to leave like 12.45.
0: <laughs> Dude, I make the drive, it's an hour 20 minutes. Okay. Hour 25. It's not, it's not shit. Because once you get on the other side of, and like you get on, until like, right, um, I think it's 64, where the fuck the highway mm-hmm. is, right, right, right in the East St. Louis. Right. It's literally an hour up the road.
1: Yeah, it's it's a
0: straight it, shot. It's exactly one hour. So it usually takes me about 20 minutes to get. So I usually get there in an hour 20.
1: That's not bad.
0: It's really not that bad, man. No, I so it, and I know I've been up on Sundays before and shit. Yeah, it's just it's not the same as, dude, as it, wrestling practice on Tuesday or Thursday. I
1: tell you what, it's it's a lot easier now that Ellen's living with me and yeah, everything has some help. Oh man. It's nice. It's so nice. She's the fucking, she's the best. Yeah. She's at home. I was like, babe, I got to go record the podcast. She's like, okay, all right, see you later. Nice. Gotcha, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Dude,
0: it makes life so much easier. Yeah, man,
1: having a rock, bro. Yeah, bro. Having a fucking rock, that's for fucking sure. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. Makes the
0: entrepreneur life easier, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, someone who believes in you. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, this shit's crazy. It's wild. Yeah. You know, you gotta be a, a little stupid to do this. You know, like,
0: dude. Yeah. Well, you're fucking crushing it right now with these, dude. Slow I, burns for dude, heavy hitters. A slow burn for heavy hitters.
1: Dude, I can't believe like how fast these motherfuckers have taken off. Like it's why only, it's only been just because like I'm it, not
0: surprised. I wish I would have thought of it. it. Just because
1: it's happening, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. How many ideas do you have that you know never come to fruition? Or like you you get them out and then they just kind of peter out. Yeah. But you know it's like it's it's funny because I was you know I'm just stoned on the couch in my undies and I was like oh, I'm trying to smoke another joint. and I'm out of fucking papers. If I had my own fucking papers, I would never be out of papers. <laughs> I'm out of fucking papers, dude. Like yeah. I'm fucking sold out, bro. Like That's fucking rad. Yeah. So we're I'm in I'm in four locate four retail locations right now. That's fucking awesome. Two in uh. Two in Missouri, three in Illinois, mm. so five actually. I had, there was one that we just closed yesterday. Awesome. We're working on something right now. I can't really, well, I don't want to jinx it. But yeah, um, yeah, man, it's fucking, it's fucking
0: wild. Dude. I love it. Hand wraps.
1: Hand wraps, dude, and it just, I think it just fits the lifestyle so much. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. uh, everybody who does what we do those fucking potheads or dude, you're, fucking you're either a pothead branding. or a cop or you know yeah yeah that's yeah or or a former addict that's it's that's, that's about it dude you know? i love it yeah they do like i said like the 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 feedback has been more than i could even keep up with yeah like i, I can't fill all the orders that i have right now so um
0: i don't I'll, know why you're so surprised dude because it was it's only been three months yeah, bro, but this is, here's the thing, you know, I can't remember, I because I follow the guy who does Raw. Yeah. And I remember thinking, I'm like, man, I, I just remember thinking to myself how he has so much market share, and he has such an established thing, I'm like, man, there's just so many papers, it almost just seems like, why would you, I remember thinking to myself, because I'm always thinking like different businesses to go in, yeah. and I remember talking to myself out of being like, well, I'm like, why would you start a brand when there's already like so many out there? and and he has such an established one with raw. Dude. And it, I and I just but you did it anyway. And it's but now, now I think about it I'm like why wouldn't you? Like it's still such a market in which there's no there actually really isn't really any brand loyalty. No. Uh, well, Ye- yes, yes and no. no. Yes, yes and no. no. But I'm just saying not so much that you can't enter it. But in like you got you got to think of like um like a
1: regular smoker. Yeah, they're probably just going to be oh yeah, this is this is what I've seen before. I'm going to buy these. But, like, somebody who's, like, a real connoisseur and, like, really, like, enjoys smoking and, like, oh, cool, I want to try these. These look awesome, you know? Yeah. Like, these are craft, niche, you know, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And, man, it's just, I think there's always a market for that, you know? Yeah. Just because McDonald's sells burgers doesn't mean you can't make a good one, too. For sure. You know? 100%. Like, and the fact that (laughs) these just, dude... This is, I mean, first run, like, yeah, I, I tested a few and I went with my first instinct on everything, which, like, you know me better than just about anyone, like, my biggest problem is always paralysis by analysis, mm-hmm. and I, I fucking told myself, like, look, you got good ideas, everyone tells you this all the time, just go with the first one for every single thing on this. let do it. And I did. The the name, the slogan, the, the colors, the logo, everything. Just like, trusted it. Yeah, just fucking... Finally, trusted it and man, it, it paid off. Like, who the fuck? You have faith in yourself and fucking it could pay off, dude.
0: Yeah, no, it, it makes perfect sense to me, really. I yeah. mean, shit. I went to go buy some cones one time and I was like, Yeah, man, let me get some raw cones. And I like the ones that I wanted, they didn't have the size, they had these bro cones or whatever. Yeah. I was like, I've never heard of this brand, but I was like, All right, whatever, I'll take them. And then, so it, I mean, it, as long as it's good and, and, and you get in locally, you know what I'm saying, and you just grow from there, you know what I'm saying, dude. And that's the thing, like, with papers, they're either good. Or they're bad. Right. That's it. It
1: it, it truly is. Like yeah. these just happen to be really fucking good papers. Like I won't say they're worse than raw. I won't say they're better than raw.
0: They're Try really them yourself. Fu- we just smoked two of them, they're great. Yeah,
1: they're really fucking good though. They're some of the best hip papers I've ever smoked. They burn slow, they burn even and
0: like uh, it's clean, it's smooth. Yeah. You don't man. get the harshness from like a tobacco wrap.
1: And that's that's always like you know me like back in the day I was such a hood rat All I did was fucking smoke blunts Once. And, yeah, I turned, me too. and I turned 20 And I'm like
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: Wheezing every fucking morning yeah. and shit
0: and Sometimes I like I still like to do that yeah. Because there's just that mix with the I like nicotine. to smoke a
1: blunt on a Sunday <laughs> And like go for a nice little drive Around fucking Highway P and cruise That's and funny look, look at the back roads on a nice like summer That's one of my favorite things to do Just yeah. drive around and yeah. get lost bro Yeah bro That's has been it's been a while since I did that, but no, it's like you know, I, I just I couldn't st- I couldn't keep smoking blunts forever, and then I started smoking papers, and like, like I said, man, I just always, when I was when I was fifteen, you know, I told you I was, like, I'm gonna have a fucking million dollar weed empire. <laughs> I'm gonna smoke weed with, I'm gonna smoke blunts with wiz cool, for uh, like, yeah. like you know, like yeah, i I've, I've always wanted to be like, yeah. you know, pot culture, whatever if you mm-hmm. want to call it, but I was too afraid. Just because of the stigma and my right. dad and oh, wait, you know, really like disappointing my grandparents and, you yeah. know, and finally it's just, I just, you know, I'm a grown ass man. Like I yeah. just got to do what I want to do and yeah, finally be happy. And dude, this is, it's been fantastic.
0: Yeah. I think it's a fantastic Like pe- People
1: are reaching out to me, like trying to get me to sponsor events, all kinds of shit, man. Like it's like I said, it, dude, I can't keep up with everything. I got to fuck you. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta get shit in line, man. But, yeah, dude, fucking got the shirts finally in, dude. These were impossible. These ones were impossible to get.
0: Why? Supply chain. Yeah. Like everything's fucked right
1: now. Because I wanted a shirt that you could wear, like at every point of the day in the fall. Yeah. You know, like especially in Missouri. You yeah. know, it's gonna be hot. It's gonna be. It, it, it's gonna be. You know. 30, 70, and then 50, you know? (laughs) And I couldn't find the right one. Like, I went through fucking, no joke, 30 different long sleeves trying to find the right one. Yeah. And then I couldn't get any of them at all anywhere. Oh shit. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's hard out here right now, man, trying to get shit done. Yeah, man. I know. I like the mug. Oh, thanks, man. Um, Have you been following what's going on with all these cargo ships sitting on off the coasts i know that's why i'm having issues getting
1: shit but i don't know why it's happening other than uh
0: i don't know why other than they're just sitting there and and people aren't unloading them or i don't know if people are working or what but there's i don't know what the number is but there's like like hundreds and hundreds or some shit like right like i don't know if it's in the thousand range but i know it's like multiple hundreds i do believe i should look it up it's
1: it's enough to uh shift the global economy for a little bit is what it seems like you know the cost of everything is insane right now
0: yeah I wonder how many cargo ships are sitting on coast let's say off coast of US
1: why the fuck give me a fact check oh dude fake news the Fake cl- news, dude. <laughs> you gotta go to Duck Duck Go.
0: So the claim is there's more than a thousand. It said fact checked around 170 ships waiting to the dock in Long Beach, Los Angeles ports. Now that's only that's only a specific yeah, port Yeah, it's only though. one port. The claim images so 200,000 cargo containers waiting at the dock in Long. This is very specific. Numbers off on several fronts. The day is containers. I'm calling fake news. Well, this is from USA Today. <laughs> oh, dude. The, the, so, fa- the fakest news. <laughs> well, here's the thing. So that one is is specifically... That that port. That port. Right, right. And I'm trying to figure out... I want to know what all the fucking ports are. Yeah. I don't need your fact check off the fucking coast of California, buddy. Like, give me... Yeah, liberal media. Give me the numbers, that, pal. That liberal media. Well, I think just... Man, you know, when you're going through this shit... It's so easy to just read a headline or not really even parse out what's good information or where did it come from or...
1: I had such a bad habit of doing that. I just it's stopped. It's hard, I man. I just
0: stopped. You know, that was like one of the number one things that they actually taught in my master's program is, yeah. all, all the, No shit. All the way to get to... The, I'd go all the way over there for them to really harness, like to like harp on this shit of just... Like, being able to understand... There's one class in particular whose teacher was like, listen, you need to understand like what is a good paper and what isn't a good paper. You right. need to be able to ask these questions and be able to like pick this shit out. And it's just how to critically think. You know, here... We always say we, th- we should teach kids how to critically think. Right. And, and I agree we should. We should teach them at a certain point how to think, you know, not what to think.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then sometimes I wonder... Do they have the capacity to even do that? Some do, some don't. Some do, some but do. Some most, don't. most don't. I don't, not, I don't. Not for a long time. Not until you're 25, at least. <laughs> yeah. Like that's just. <clears throat> yeah, man. I don't know why it keeps giving me California because they're not all just off California. They're also on the East Coast as well. Yeah. Let me say off coasts. Uh, sp- speaking of fucking
1: other wild shit in America, did you see what happened at Astro World? No, the Travis Scott festival that he had. Oh. Uh Apparently, there was a guy injecting. Well, not a person, but a bunch of people injecting random people with hallucinogens and different drugs, and a giant outbreak, like a uh, like a massive like freakout happened. Yeah, and a ten year old kid got trampled. Yeah, like there's more than 100 people
0: injured. This happened like last night. This just happened? Like Like, either today or last night,
1: yeah. What? Yeah.
0: Holy shit. (laughs) Yeah, bro. Why would somebody do that? How much money do you have to just go give away drugs like that? I mean, if you're just like mixing up a
1: a meth and heroin acid solution.
0: Holy shit. It says crush at Travis Scott concert in Houston kills at least eight. rapper devastated. Holy shit. Yeah.
1: A, yeah, there's a... There, I, almost positive tor- a 10-year-old kid got... A st-
0: crush of rap music fans pushing towards the stage during Travis Scott's World Festival. Kill at least eight. Injured scores of others panic rippled through the packed crowd. Disaster unfolded at Energy Park, 9 p.m. on Friday. So, yeah, I guess it was last night. Um, so, the audience, about 50,000 surged the stage or surged towards the stage. People began to fall unconscious, some apparently suffering cardiac arrest and other medical issues. Officials told reporters at the venue. What the fuck?
1: Is it talking about the guy injecting people with drugs?
0: No, it hasn't said that yet. It happened all at once. It seems like it just happened all over the course over just a few minutes. Um, immediately agreed. Interest public safety. Rumors of people injecting. So it says... He- they haven't determined what triggered the deadly surge but he said police were aware of rumor and this is in quotes it says rumors of people injecting some people with drugs in quote in the crowd quote so i want to check all that out unquote yeah so i think they're investigating that that possible thing when when did you move to st charles like this area st
1: charles yeah like like this area right here or i mean or i mean like st charles like in general
0: 2006 I left for a year in te- to go to Texas, but right. outside of that, I, I...
1: So, it had closed by then. There used to be a club. Um, it's a church now. Like, if you're taking 70 uh, west, across the bridge, back towards St. Charles, that building, like, underneath the bridge, like, off the highway, yeah. before the casino, yeah, that used to be a club called Inca Hoots, right? And when I was a kid, there was always the rumor. It got closed down because a guy was uh, injecting people with HIV... Uh, filled needles.
0: You know, I heard that that, that happened one time at a... Uh, you at think that a, was just mo-
1: like... You think that was like a 90s rumor? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, oh, they're, they're stabbing people with AIDS blood. Yep. <laughs> I remember, because
0: I remember, and I don't, maybe there's truth to this. I never actually looked this up. I remember saying, not for the longest time I did this, I had the habit of, you should always check your seat when you go to the movie theater, or you... Because somebody was... Somebody would put needles, dirty needles in the seats... Oh, when somebody God. sat down at the movie theater, they got stuck and they got infected. I heard that that happened. So I—that's I, probably bullshit. It's like the whole thing of you remember for for the longest time, it's like you gotta check your candy. Yeah, or at uh, Halloween because people don't put drugs in there. Or that Sierra was uh, was transgender. Did you ever
1: hear that one back mm. in the day?
0: Oh, that she was a man. Yeah, she was really a boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a hot ass boy then. Right. Shit. Right. The hottest boy. <laughs> Uh, that's funny just all
1: these weird like rumors that got started before the internet was like a giant real thing
0: (laughs) yeah the pandemic okay let's see what we got here on this fucking supply chain shit man this shit really makes makes me worry this has been the craziest year Never in my life, I don't know if it's just because of the age i'm I'm at right now, but I've never felt the need to actually pay this much attention to what's going on in the world because yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've always felt like I can just put my head down and just focus on what I have because this is on. America,
1: and that's what we do.
0: well, I just felt like things were just gonna keep happening, how they're gonna happen, and things have been going good enough, you know, it's like, oh, of course, we're still getting fucked by the government, but I'm still relatively you still have you know i'm free right right i can do what i want so it's like all right i still have this ability to work and try to to build a life and do all this shit and we still have freedoms yeah but now it feels like you can't put your head down because you'll fuck around and look up and
1: Dude, you can't put six hundred dollars you, in your bank
0: account you go, well i think that got blocked thank god i know but the fact that they tried the fact yeah. the fact that they're they there is a blatant attempt right now it's very fucking obvious that there's a there's an attempt right now to to just to just scoop up as much power yep. as possible let
1: me let, how far can i put my thumb in your eye
0: dude this has been going on for 20 fucking years <laughs> if not longer i mean when you look it, it's been a slow fucking decay when, when we started with the Patriot Act, and then now they, they have access. They're just watching everything, every phone, every computer. Whatever they, when, have, they one, want. All, all the time. Yeah. Still now. Yeah. Right? And then, so you have that, and it's just, it's just a slow erosion from there, man. It's just right. a slippery fucking slope. It's, it's, just, it's always going to happen, man. But Dude, and I think 2021
1: has been a crazier year than 2020 for me.
0: It's all been, cra- dude. 2020 was just. Uh, 2020 was chilling for me. I chilled too. I had a good year actually. Dude, I didn't really. My shit didn't really change much.
1: You yeah. Know? Like the only thing that happened there was less MMA shows for me to commentate. And yeah. Less jujitsu shows for me to work. Like. Yeah. Other than that, we did the same shit. We just we trained and. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it was. Yeah, know? I didn't let it like fuck me up. According to this, this one was saying that. Uh, is more sixty-seven. They have ah, it's so like seventy-three. It says uh, the number of ships waiting was down from a record high of seventy-three on September nineteenth. So maybe like a hundred. It sounds like then. But this is just keeps talking about specifically the Long Beach port. So maybe that's the only port. But I'm pretty sure there's other fucking ports. This keeps talking about the port of LA and the port of Long Beach. The, huh. only, the only
1: care, of, uh, the only port I care about is the one in uh, in, in Baltimore.
0: Baltimore. Why is that? Because the wire, baby. The wire. <laughs> all right. I'll be here all fucking day trying to search. Go down these fucking rabbit holes. Yeah, but bro. But my point is it. I'm trying to be informed, man. Like I really am, dude. It scares me the most when I go on Twitter because I don't, I don't partake on Twitter. Oh, I love Twitter. I don't, but I, I, Twitter, I understand dude, it. I love Twitter. Dude, I get on there. Well, the reason I get on there is because anytime I see somebody sharing what was a tweet, I try to go substantiate that tweet. Right. Because it's so fucking easy to make a fake tweet the yeah, It's the easiest. Fu- I mean, <laughs> yeah. all you do is just take their little thing and you and then you make the thing. Yeah, you can paste the text right over. It's so easy, it's, right? It's super it, easy. It's ridiculous. So I'm always like, did they really say that? Did they? And then I'll get on there and there, I'll start there's looking.
1: There's apps just to recreate a tweet like that. Yeah, you know? that's what I'm saying. It's just a meme generator. Exactly,
0: that's you know. all it is. So I always try to substantiate some of these. I'm like, man, is this true? Did they really tweet that? And I'm always fucking flabbergasted when I'm like, holy shit, they really did. Like, what the fuck? Well, in, the, in my process of looking these up, you'll see people commenting and stuff and then i'll go down some of these rabbit holes and check them out and i'm just like i'm just like are you really saying this do you really believe this i'm like all right are you even a real person or are you a, a troll are you a bot like or are you just really a fucked up individual it could be any of those things but it fucking terrifies me sometimes i'm like i just i can't believe this Tw-
1: twitter is just another subsect of reddit in my opinion
0: yeah i don't really partake in twitter
1: it's it's a. Uh... It can be really great to me. I think it's the, the best social media app.
0: I see the appeal. Yeah, yeah.
1: If, if it's done done the right way, Twitter's the most fun for me. Really? Yeah, yeah. I think.
0: Yeah, um, I see why people get news on there. I understand it. It's just not. I just don't have the draw to it. I'm not addicted to it. Thank goodness. See the news.
1: The news thing is where people lose me. You can't tell me anything worth value in 140 or 240 characters no. about what's going on in the world, you know?
0: No, but if you follow the right people, yeah. if you follow you the right you can get course, to the right news. Exactly. Yeah, yeah you can... You Because can, they'll just kind of put you on what's going on. Right. And then you can... It's just like just kind of catching it in the ether. Yeah. That's all.
1: Yeah. And that that's the only way I get it. And yeah. I just... I don't even really get it that way. Like, yeah, if you look at my Twitter feed... It's MMA, Jiu-Jitsu, Pro Wrestling shit. Because <laughs> you know, I think Twitter, it, like, two, I mean, double-edged sword. Like, they're the best at curating what you want to see.
0: Oh, they get you. They get you fucking engaged, bro.
1: Yeah, I think. I think that's where they have everyone. Yeah, you know, like, it's a little hard to get into if you weren't there at the beginning. It's really weird to use, but.
0: Yeah, oh. man. You know, I, I I was talking to Shay. Yeah. Have, have you have you talked to him about about I haven't talked to him Twitter or any anything like time. that? He um he was telling me how Twitter is, is is very much um geared towards like the masculine form of communication, very mm-hmm. direct yes. to the point. So that's why I understand it and then like yeah. like Instagram is, is like kind of geared the, more towards the, the feminine aloo-er. yeah it's just kind of more like you know it's like what feels good what looks good like what makes you know there's that everything on instagram there's that emotional. there's that emotional pool right right um so there's just the different styles there yeah and so i i do understand twitter but it's just never one of those things that that i got into now twitter is their own company right and then facebook owns facebook and Instagram. instagram and
1: twitter twitter it's the the worst part about it is like You can post videos of your asshole all day long, Mm -hmm. but if you call someone a snowflake or a Mm -hmm. a
0: cuck, they'll ban your account. Dude, you know what's fucking me up, man, is I just saw that you, at least on Instagram, I didn't check this on Twitter, but I know these things usually cross over. Mm -hmm. Um, Not always, but you can't even search hashtag fuck you. No way. I'm looking right
1: Uh, now. I I hope that's true.
0: On Instagram for sure which which brings me to that to the point of this is what gets interesting because i think it's safe to no say no results dude i don't i don't i don't i think it's safe to say at least for me anyway i don't i want the government to have less input like i don't want them to have input but no. yeah i don't want them to control Anything. There, so there
1: has to be regulation, right? But we have to be able to operate,
0: right? So the reason I say that is with with these social media apps, right? They're so fucking big. they too big. They've crossed over into this this weird space yeah. of like a, a public domain. It's it's a they're gathering. Part, they're place. part of existence. Yeah, man. It's it's a. It, they're very into the infrastructure of how, as humans, we are communicating and yeah. dispersing information yep. and just interacting and. And so they've crossed over into this, this new thing, and, and we don't want the government to regulate them. I think it is better to allow these private companies to regulate themselves. But now it gets in a, in a weird place now because you're seeing where these private companies are are controlling the conversation in a very real way right now. I can't run ads for these. Exactly.
1: I, I can barely post stuff with without getting my account banned.
0: There's no material at all. It's just it's just papers. Yeah, like Technically you could say that that's for for tobacco. I could say it's
1: for hemp. That's
0: legal. Yeah. Cuz yeah. these
1: are, these are hemp papers. Exactly. Those are hemp leaves on there.
0: Right. Like So they're very much controlling the conversation, right? So
1: I I posted um a picture of the papers and a few nugs like on a platform like Nice little, like, shot that I, I, you know, put up. Under 60 seconds, it was taken down and flagged. Fuck, dude. And I'm like,
0: and, like. They just have these these broad sweeping algorithms.
1: Well, so I was like, okay, well, maybe it's the hashtags that I used. Posted again, no hashtags. Yeah. Right away. Hmm. Okay, so I changed it. Changed all the filters, everything, moved everything around in the picture. Under 60 seconds taken down. So my account's got like four flags on it right now.
0: Yeah, your account's been flagged. Four times. You essentially have to start a new account if you want to be able to post anything or pay. What can I pay? That's true. You probably can't pay. What can I pay? They don't want your money.
1: Yeah, or 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 maybe they do, but what do I pay? As much as I want to keep my account, right? Like as much as they want, for you know.
0: Yeah, it shake you down, bro. Yeah. All of us. So yeah, yeah, dude, they control the conversation. They control the distribution. I mean, you may have X amount of followers. Um, but you know, you probably only get a fraction of the reach. But I guess where I was going is they they they're very much controlling the conversation. They're saying you can't say this. They're saying you need like they're. I mean, they're in, it influences a lot of shit, and you would Everything. be dude. Yeah, so much so that it, it it's it's essentially going against the First Amendment. But it's like, oh, all right, well, you can't control them because they're a private company and shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's it's like the government is allowing them to suppress free speech for them. Right. Right? And what fucks me up, man, this is my bigger point. This is what really fucks me up. It's almost like a scapegoat because scapegoat. Yeah. Scapegoat. There we oh, go. Because this is what fucks me up. The government is essentially just, it's just a big faceless corporation. It's yeah. all it is, man.
1: Working pieces.
0: They, They, you know... You can you can take lobbying money and all these special interest donations and just all this dark money and it's 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 fucking crooked and we know it. So what we do know is that these motherfuckers are influenced by corporations, mm. right? So and 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 what we do know is these big corporations like Facebook, they're just mining data. Like why is Mark Zuckerberg? in these high level con- he's not a fucking politician he he's a smart dude he created a really cool thing but what what qualifies him to be flying around the world and having these high level conversations with with all these the world matrix. leaders you know why <laughs> because he controls the world because yeah. he has money right yeah. and it's not about it's not a, it's it's a different game right
1: not not only does he have money he controls the real media so, he controls social, so much of a con- he controls social the conversation media is media yeah like that's it. No like people usually don't they don't get their news from their local television
0: station. Not anymore. anymore. they I mean, nobody trusts that anymore.
1: No, but even even then, like your your local news, they post all of their their shit on social media because they know if they have any chance of competing, yeah, it's gonna be on there. Yeah. They have to. Right. So that this is what our media is now. It is yeah. no longer newspaper and television and radio. Yeah. It is on your phone, on there. Dude. And
0: we all have these tracking devices with us at yeah. all times. But here's the thing. They both benefit from each other. They have interest in each other right? because the government has all these contracts with AT&T and Facebook and Verizon and all these different corporations because data is money. Like it's that, that, that is so valuable to have that data on all of us, and they have the data. So they're working hand-in-hand, hand, man, so the, 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 they have, the interest that they have is for each other. Yeah. At the end of the day, so to think that one isn't influencing the other and controlling the other—it's like they work to fucking get there, and it's ridiculous, bro. Understanding how people work is like the most important
1: thing in life, if especially for business, right? Like business relationships, anything. And if I have. Everything that I know about one person right here, and I can sell it to you, well, I mean, what's that worth, right? Like, yeah.
0: It's just a lead. <laughs> it's yeah. a lead. That's know? why Zuck's so powerful. Yeah. He has, he has control over all of that information, and, all of that data. And we all signed off on it.
1: <sighs> Dude. We all signed
0: off We're on it. We're all addicted to it. We have to be. How do you operate without it? Uh, happily. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but how do you operate a business without it. How, can't. How do you tell people you can't. about yourself? You can't. Exactly. You can't. You there's, can't. There's no way. Dude
1: you know and like that's so tough like now they get to say who can and have have a can have have a business you know like uh, I got a buddy of mine who has um, a hunting apparel company mm-hmm. right he makes all kinds of dope stuff but he's got to watch how he phrases things in his his Facebook ads because if he talks about killing a deer killing a deer yeah you know killing like, <laughs> you know like he gets banned for violence what the fuck dude Yeah,
0: it's so crazy it, it you just you have to like tiptoe around every little thing just so that way you can get legitimate reach. And you're in a weird spot right because you're in the cannabis space where right. they can come take your fucking money if they really wanted to. Or your assets still just because of where it it does stand well, well, federally.
1: Yes and no. I I Technically, I'm not, right? We, remember, we always talk. You want to be in the gold. If you're in the gold rush, you want to be in the business of picks and axes. Right? Yeah. I ain't touching any gold. The gold no, is you're the fine. Cannabis, yeah. Right?
0: Yeah. I mean, I feel like you're pretty well insulated, but I'm just saying if they really wanted to get a hair up their ass. Right. Like any money with, I got like, from a dispensary. With, yeah. You know? like, like the, they, I, I, I'm saying they could, they could find a way. Yeah, oh, they could always in, find a way. And just the idea know? of that is ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, cause the hard work that I put
1: in sitting in my undies on the couch, I don't want you putting your fucking finger in my yeah. eye and come and taking that from me. Yeah,
0: dude, every you ever think about how often a dollar is taxed? Oh, like man. like every step of the way. It, it's and stepped mul- on. It's, mul- it's mul- washed. Dude, you're you're getting like what thirty or forty cents of your dollar, maybe. Well, dude, think about like because you get a, let's say you get a paycheck. Mm-hmm. All right, you your company pay taxes on that. You just pay taxes on that. Now you take that money, and spend it. you go spend it. Depending getting on what taxes sp- to spend it, yeah, they do- have to pay taxes
1: to fucking pay out their employees.
0: Yeah, so now you do spend it with say you go spend it with the business. All right now, you're you're paying taxes. The business is also paying taxes on the money that was just taxed already when you got it, and then now it just it keeps going through the cycle and getting taxed every step of the way. And then you get taxed not only on those daily transactions, or but you're also getting taxed on all of your property every all your year, assets, all, like, all, all of your assets. Yeah. yeah. On a regular basis, you're just renting it. Otherwise, they'll come take it. Yeah. So it, the amount of taxes is insane, bro. Yeah. Dude, speaking of that, I was, I, was, um, I was talking
1: to a fighter the other day, and he got an offer in California uh, for a pretty big fight.
0: and I, I just I don't want to say. The taxes out there make it probably not worth it.
1: No. They, they, it was for two and two, 2000 and 2000 I'm like, yeah, buddy, I mean, you're going to make $0. Yeah. California's going to take 40% right off the top.
0: Yeah, they're like one of the worst states to fight in. Yeah,
1: and if you don't have an LLC set up already and you're writing off the losses from gas and food and everything during your camp, like you're really going to lose your fucking ass off on this. Dude, and
0: even then... You have to make X amount of dollars to even be able to write shit off. Yeah. So it's like you, yeah. you, maybe if maybe you're, you're keeping track and you're, tr- you're like, yeah, I'm going to write this off and this off and this off. And then you go do your ta- – because I did this. You go do your taxes. You try to write shit off. And it's like, oh, I didn't even earn enough right. to write anything off. Right. So it's just like that's for nothing. Yeah. You it's you basically just have to take the basic deduction and just fucking go from there, dude. So yeah. it's just like maybe that's so you even then you still need to earn enough fucking money. Yeah. To even be able to write that shit off, which yeah. my point is, as a fighter, that's pretty fucking hard to do.
1: Yeah, that's why. That's why you know, and as bad as as it is,
0: like goes back
1: to having a good social media. Hmm. You know, like yeah. if you're an up and coming fighter and you can monetize that in any fucking way possible, you have to. Yeah. Absolutely. Selling shirts, selling merch, whatever. Yeah. Even if it's, you know. Yeah, I was talking 40, to 50 a guy. Shirts that all goes into your income for the year. Yeah, a, you know.
0: I was talking to a guy and he was saying that he uh, he likes to he like like he he'll teach fighters and shit. He likes to teach them like business and shit. Mm-hmm. And he'll tell them like the business model he'll teach them is he's like all right man just go to ten businesses or x amount of businesses you want to get ten of them right and you want to get these ten local businesses and have them commit to a hundred dollars hundred dollars sponsorship he's like most people will probably have a hundred dollars in their advertising budget and it's not gonna they're not gonna really think too much about that right you get ten of those so you got a grand take that right go make shirts use that sell the shirts. And then use that money, and then obviously now you're starting generating money. And then, I think he was saying when you have a fight, you just you just say you buy the tickets, and then you get a free shirt. But you or maybe you do like a combo deal, it's right. like seventy-five bucks or fifty. You get bucks. A
1: shirt and the ticket. A shirt and, and the
0: tickets, right. and some shit like that. And he was just selling, like, selling as that. So then you make all this money that way. So you don't feel like this financial pressure to go pro, which a lot of people do and that was just kind of yeah, the man. business model he's trying to teach kids which that, that's good and all and that sounds great and all but you also have to consider the personality of a lot of these fighters and at least yeah. dude I know me dude like I could barely sell 30 fucking tickets dude. You didn't
1: want to either you just wanted to fight.
0: Yeah that's it. And that's that's most fighters. That's most fighters so you the know. idea that most fighters are going to go and even be able to, so I mean there are some fighters who definitely do that on yeah. regular and crush that too Yeah. but there's a lot of fighters who don't do anywhere near that no. you know what I'm saying so just no, the they,
1: they won't even you, know it's, post, training, dude, you yeah. know, it's a good business model. Picture of them training, dude. Yeah,
0: it's a good business model. It's a good idea, but it only works for so many fighters.
1: You know, you know uh, what I think? The like the absolute worst part of matchmaking these regional shows is is like, I have to have Facebook to reach out to these guys because I don't know their coaches. I can find their gyms and you know all that stuff through there, but there are so many people who don't have their real name <laughs> as their name on. It's Facebook. so hard to find people. Oh man, it is fucking impossible. Dude, there's guys that I've wanted to get and it's like I can't find you. And or like I'll finally I'll finally get a message back from mm-hmm. their coach who never uses their phone and Yeah. Yeah know? or
0: they'll have their those settings set up where yeah. you have to be like friends with certain people or Right. If you don't have enough mutual friends or some shit then you can't see them or whatever the case may be. Yeah,
1: it's it, it's fucking awful yeah and
0: it's like yeah man i, I would have loved to have had you but
1: but your name is you know ronnie ronnie buckets and yeah <laughs> you know something like that uh,
0: are you still matchmaking
1: yeah i'm matchmaking here and there like i enjoy it i enjoy it a lot um it's just so time consuming mm-hmm. it's so fucking time consuming man um but i've just really been delving into commentary more and more
0: yeah i did a lot of commentary Dude,
1: i have so much fucking fun it's
0: fun like I did.
1: Uh, I did my first show on UFC Fight Pass uh, last month. That's awesome um, for FAC. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, three thousand in the crowd. And then
0: you um, and uh, what's it? So, Julian Marquez. Julian Marquez. Yeah, the Cuban Julian. Missile Crisis. Man. Uh, yeah. He's a good dude. He's man. Savage man. Yeah, he is. He's had some good fights as of late.
1: Yeah, I think, um, I think. He's four and one in the UFC. Maybe five and one. Mm-hmm.
0: He's got some bonuses. He's got some finishes. Had some
1: big knockouts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a yeah. He's a monster. Dude. Yeah, man. Um, and might be like the happiest person I've ever met in my entire Super life. Super
0: nice guy. I've yeah. seen him um uh, whenever I was working At First Form He bounced in there Yeah I didn't like talk to him Or anything like that But I just kind of like Saw him from afar And he seemed like A pretty Yeah he told you, like, me good energy
1: He told me he met Jarrett Like four or five years ago mm-hmm. At um some CrossFit thing I think maybe in Vegas When Julian okay. was living out there Okay Um, He's like We've just been boys Ever since and Yeah You know now The Glory boys are all Hashtag First Form So Yeah Yeah, yeah they are Yeah fuck yeah Dude,
0: that, that whole Glory program Is just fucking so awesome Out there Dude they're monsters Monsters
1: They got fucking Fifteen guys in the UFC in, <laughs> out of three locations. Trey Ogden's fighting for a contract. Since, yeah, uh, two weeks. He's close. He's yeah. close. He's close, man. He's so good. Yeah, he's so good. He's been in it so long. He's, he's been those, good for a long time. Yeah,
0: he's one of those guys that just deserves it. You know, the thing about fighting these days is you just have to be good enough. Like you don't have to be the world beater anymore. Yeah. Like I'm not saying that I'm not saying that to take away from people there's but there's way
1: more spots. That's what I'm saying. There's, there's more, more spots.
0: spots. If you just stay in the game long enough and just continue to develop, like your opportunity will come.
1: Yeah. There was a guy in the contender series la or two weeks ago it was thirty seven. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. Yeah. Had a shot. Hey, finally okay. he got a shot. Yeah, you just keep it with hey. it. <laughs> there's uh there's a guy in the regional circuit, his name's Jay Ellis. Okay. Um he is fourteen and a hundred. <laughs> But he snapped a 27-fight losing streak last night. I had a 49-second rear naked choke. Shout out to Jay Ellis. Holy yeah. fuck. Yeah, he's reached out to me a few times, man. Is he like, an
0: amateur? No, he's a pro. He's a pro? Pro. They allow him to still be pro? Like, uh, Dude. The commission approves his fights? That's like...
1: If, Jay I'm sorry failing. If you ever hear this That's why I've never Messaged you back
0: No offense buddy But
1: uh, Yeah I just it, the, I, I can't do that It's the, not right The commission's
0: failing Yes You shouldn't be fighting Yes You've too many losses
1: 27 in
0: a row Nah bro You're done
1: No dude He's got the heart of a lion He won last night <laughs> Hey
0: listen uh, You know like uh, Good for him Dude
1: Tommy Fury's Little br- I mean Tommy Fury Tyson's Fury's little brother mm-hmm. His uh, One of his last opponents Was uh, 10 and 111 mm. Yeah Like what What are we doing What What the fuck are we doing mm. There, There's a There's a local guy here Who's a, like A really really good MMA fighter And Went to boxing And is now 2 and 19 Like mm, Boxing Yeah Oh really Yeah Shit There's more boxing matches Available every weekend I guess and Get
0: paid I guess but with that record you're not going anywhere. You got to be undefeated.
1: No, and it's not right. Like I I that's one thing like that is really hard for me to do in matchmaking. You mismatch? Know? I won't. Yeah. Like I won't. Like and not to say Not that, even to save a card. I not to say that I haven't before. I did it early on. Everybody does it. Yeah,
0: I did it early on and I you often can't help it it's like fuck man i this dude sold tickets and i need fucking yeah in the fight yeah and
1: i and i was put in a situation like
0: that and um
1: a couple times and you know it sucks yeah it really sucks because like especially the more and more i train like i was early when i started you know i'd only been training like you know eight months a year you know and just the more i see what it really does to people you know like dude you're your life's on the line every single time you fucking go to practice, let alone step in the fucking cage. Mm-hmm. Like if you're getting hit in the head, it's not a joke, you know? Mm-mm. And dude, it sucks. Yeah. Like I almost walked away from fucking everything when the day Lucas clay broke his arm. Yeah. Like I was this far away. Right. And then I go and I had to go commentate a show. I won't say where, cause I don't want to get anyone in trouble, but, um, I watched the guy who should not have been in there at all get fucking just completely obliterated, knocked out unconscious right in front of me at, at this, at the commentary table. And he's just looking at me with his eyes open and doesn't get stopped. Guy comes in just Mm. probably seven, eight more just, Mm. and he's has just skipping and just looking at me right in the face. Yeah. And I was like,
0: Oh, He's, He's looking at you, but he don't see you. He sees nothing. Yeah. There was nothing going on. Yeah.
1: But I, I see everything that's happening to him for the rest of his life in his eyes, like, oh. as his head's just skipping on the canvas. You know, you
0: we're, know? You know he was resilient, but, yeah, that's... that's. that's yeah, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. But... <laughs> but that is probably going to leave a
1: mark. We're, we're also supposed to be compassionate to not allow people to put themselves in those
0: situations. Yeah, I know. You know? I know. Like... I'm always conflicted because I understand what it's doing to the person's brain, but I do yeah. get so excited and I see it. It's, it's
1: impossible not to. It's ingrained in human nature for mm-hmm. it, since the dawn of time, you know like, We used to gather however many people could fit in Coliseum, yeah, and watch people get murdered by lions, yeah. like, And you know, you absolutely know there was some freak who was jerking off in the back because that's the only way he could get off now was watching lions eat somebody. For sure, dude. People are fucking freaks, dude. (laughs) That's where all that shit comes from is the Coliseum.
0: Dude, we act like this whole civilized society that we're in is the normal. It's not. No. This is a a small experiment, and I'm, I'm pretty happy it's working out. But uh, the normal is uh, dictatorships. Rape, pillage, and... Just steal whatever the <laughs> yeah. fuck you want. Yeah, like, take advantage of everyone. and It's been like that. He, dude, Genghis Khan killed 10% of the world's population.
1: <laughs> what? Changed the entire carbon footprint of the universe.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Dude, the Persians completely took over the world at one point in time. They completely owned all of fucking Asia, mostly Europe... <laughs> like the Persian empire was massive bro yeah, they yeah. they were bringing in elephants from uh from Africa and shit <laughs> like what yeah i think no, actually they're probably bringing in asian elephants now that i think about it either way these motherfuckers ruled a lot of the world too it's just like man people have been Periods doing time. dude people have just been doing this shit
1: and finally we're all like wherever we're at we're just like waiting for shit to pop off again <laughs> Because that's the way it's been forever. Dude. Constant chaos.
0: Ooh, yeah. Chaos in the world, dude. Did you watch that How to Be a Dictator on Netflix? It just goes through like six or seven uh, different dictators in the world. I fell asleep, but I caught a few of the episodes that were worth it.
1: I think I probably spent 90% of what I consume lately on YouTube. Really? Yeah. Watch it what? Anything because I got YouTube Premium and there's no ads. No, really? Oh man, that's that's the real fucking heroin in the veins. Is YouTube with no commercials? Okay. The way it used to be. Really? Yeah. Oh, I don't yeah. even remember that time. It it's been so goddamn. Long. It was like five years. You could you could watch Kimbo Slice, Janet Jackson's titty, a few Tony Hawk videos, yeah. and yeah, there was no ads. But
0: I think the first time I heard about YouTube was 2005.
1: I think. I mean. I was probably in third grade, so maybe two thousand three. Yeah, two somewhere around there. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, we had a we had a computer and older brothers, and mm. <laughs> they were looking at porn and all kinds of shit. And
0: Dude, I was at I was at this uh, you know young life. Uh huh. I was at one of their summer camps, and, and I went to too many church camps. <laughs> and one of the girls was like uh like you know about youtube i'm like what's youtube she's like oh it's this thing she's like you should go on there i have i have videos of me on there so then like and that's all the information I had. I couldn't even remember this, so I'm just like going on. I'm like, "What's YouTube? Looking up YouTube, looking for this girl. Let's go to Ask Jeeves. Yeah, uh, like, like who? How can I find this girl here so I can see this this oh, this dude. video of her? Or some shit. Never found it, obviously. But I didn't know that how was the introduction to YouTube. I was like, what is like, this YouTube you're talking about?
1: I'd be like searching my own name and shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: dude, you do yeah. the dumbest. I wish I could have seen the potential. Of what how you, to really use it instead yeah. of saying Adam is in the cafeteria getting fries. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I just remember for like four years, I only knew like five videos on YouTube, and I didn't know how to use it other than to like type in the search bar. And I'm like, uh, yeah. football tackles, <laughs> dude. I just wish I
0: saw the like the earning potential.
1: Yeah, just like. Dude, these guys who are you know making millions on Twitch and stuff now, that didn't just happen, you know.
0: Well, dude, you could tap in on like on leaderboards and shit back mm-hmm. in the day, and chat boards and shit, and and you could trade cards or there's ways to make money even back then that I just didn't I just didn't have the the, the mind for. Isn't
1: that isn't that where Gary Vee like really popped? Was he was doing like wine reviews on? Uh, yep. On YouTube. Yep.
0: And I think he had like a mail out is what he was doing. He was just mailing it out. Oh, Jesus. He had like a mail-out list. He was making these little videos, and he would just mail it out because people were subscribing.
1: It's wild, man. Yeah, bro. Like, it just goes back to what we were talking about. Like, the way it just has dominated everything. It's so fast.
0: Yeah. It's changed the whole world.
1: Like, social media didn't really become real until, like... just the internet. ...2010. Once you could get real internet on your phone...
0: Yeah, that was about the time I got internet, my phone was, I think, I think I waited until 2000, it was like 11, 12. Yeah, see, I was
1: a, se- I was a senior in high school. I graduated 2011, you know? Yeah, yeah.
0: I, yeah, I just, re- I, once you could start getting that, I was resistant, because I me, mean, once I get it, I know I'm gonna be on this fucking thing all the time. Oh, I was, I was already, I was
1: addicted early. Yeah. I had a cell phone at 11. Oh my God! You know, well, my
0: kids do too. Addison just got her first cell. Or just got her first cell phone at eleven. I mean, now I mean,
1: she was probably the old, the oldest kid in her class.
0: She, yeah, she you was. You know, she was
1: probably like, Dad, I'm the only one who doesn't have one.
0: She actually never gave me that argument. Thank
1: God. I know. She's I get really it, from, dude. I've been getting that from Kylie since she was in kindergarten. Really? Yeah. Well, yeah. Guess bro. what? Life's not fair. No, and that's she needs to know that. One hundred percent, bro. Yeah, but. I remember, like, at one point, I got a new phone and we had unlimited texting. It was like when that first like became a thing, mm-hmm. and my parents were mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, for sure, you know, we you, absolutely, he sends enough anyways." They didn't add it to the bill, you know, whatever. Sprint's a piece of shit. They always fuck everything. Up. Yeah, so they um, got
0: like a million dollar bill. I sent
1: twenty eight thousand text messages. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in a month. Oh shit.
0: It was like it's all the dumbest shit. You are like texting your friends that are right next to you. Oh, look yeah, at these Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> Te- texting eight girls cuz I went to all boys high school. I'm texting eight girls from different schools and Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I had uh I had one of those slide-out phones, right? Oh, okay. And I would put the it sidekicks. My- not not a sidekick. This was a a, a Microsoft phone. Oh, okay. I w- I never wanted to sidekick because everybody had sidekicks.
0: Oh, you want to be different.
1: Yeah. Oh, dude, I was different. I'm different, bitch,
0: I'm different. Yeah.
1: I'm different. Yeah, I would I would slide that motherfucker behind my back, and I would sit in class like this. Yeah. And I could just text, because I had the keyboard memorized with my thumbs. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, I will just sit like this. Well, dude, it, at CBC, if you got caught... Take was, your shit and fine you, probably. $25 and two detentions, dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it was awful. Look
0: at all that. <clears throat> That's an expensive school.
1: I probably paid... $300 in fines at least. Really? In, f- in four years. Yeah. A, uh, that, four years, that's not bad. Oh, that's not counting the ones that they just let me slide on. Oh, really? You know? But that's just what you paid. Yeah, that's what I paid. You're
0: going to find it like, all right, motherfucker. It's less than $100 a year. Yeah, hey, at fucking four, th- 14. Think, well, when you think about it, kids get in trouble. Yeah, you know, kids have a
1: good trouble. I got,
0: I got away with a lot. Yeah, man. I got kids away are, with a lot, kids bro. Kids are so fucking... They just want to be resistant to all authority, and the problem is, I think evolutionary, like evolutionary wise, like it makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. If you look at over history, that's usually. I mean, that's we start going through puberty. That's the time when you are able to reproduce. That's the time where. In history, if you look at history, that's where where we typically tell kids, like, you're a man now, you're an adult, yeah, you're, you're, like, or you're a woman, and either they get a, a little girl gets married off to some old perv, or for, in hey, history, that's what happened for
1: four, four pigs and a cow, baby,
0: or a, a boy went off and had his own journey, or he went and started a family, well, or went he wore off the war, <laughs> yep, yeah, exactly. So, and that was all at 13, 14, right around this time, that's when. You look at it, and I've just noticed with AJ, he just has this natural. He's just trying to find himself and his own identity, yeah, and he's he's.
1: And he still wants to be like his old man.
0: No, I think he <laughs> feels like he can't relate to me. I think I think he's just trying to. He he feels a resistance because he wants to be his own thing.
1: So do you. What. So do you. You want to be your own thing too. That's what I'm saying. Well, yeah. I can't control
0: him. Like you know, what I'm saying. Like, oh,
1: no way. Nobody can control you either, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I know,
0: but it's, dude, it's different when they're little. Listen, <laughs> wait till Kylie gets just a little bit older, buddy. It might be, might be a little bit different. I don't think I'm going to have the same struggle with Addison. She's going to be 10
1: in January, bro. Yeah. 10, man. A decade into this dad shit.
0: Yeah, I know. It's wild. You know, I was just thinking, and, you know, it is what it is. We both did it, right? We were young, we were young dads, but you know why it's not a good idea to have kids or really even get married in your 20s, or, especially early 20s? It's because it's not, that, it's not that it's not fair to you because, like, as a, as a person, if you look at it, the selfish thing, it's like you can't do this, this, or right. this. But really during that time, dude, like, you're, you need to learn who the fuck you are. And it's really yeah. not – you can't really actually give a kid what they need until you're able to figure yourself out.
1: No, dude. Because the
0: whole time, otherwise you're just gonna be dropping them off at grandma's, right. and you're never gonna fucking be there, like every twenty year old does. Because you're still a twenty year old yeah. trying to figure that shit out.
1: And I, I think you know, luckily, I, you know, it's go- not that
0: you can't be a good parent.
1: Well, no, no, I, I'm, I'm saying that you know, luckily for me, like, I, I didn't get Kylie all the time, so I didn't have that, that mm-hmm. opportunity. I did have a, a good amount of time to like. Mm-hmm actually try and grow and be a, an adult and not have to be a dad, you know, 24 seven, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, I got Kylie 50% of the time ever since she was born. But mm-hmm. that's, I mean, that's not a hundred percent. Yeah. Like that's tough, man. It's super tough.
0: Yeah. Well, I guess what I mean is at this stage in life, it's, it's still very much about you. Yeah. You know, it's still very much a selfish pursuit. Like, at least until you're 25. You don't have the capacity for anything you don't have yourself. You don't have the capacity, especially at least until you're 25 or 26, right, yeah. when your your frontal cortex is fully developed. So you don't really have the ability, and some people are better at it than others, and you can still be a good parent. But I don't think as a whole you don't really have the life experience or the ability to really give the attention and, and the right like amount of care to another person.
1: No. You know what I'm you saying? don't know how. mm you know
0: like I feel like obviously with with uh, age and just experience, you become a better, you just get better at it and having to have do it. But I just think about like now, as of now, like I'm still trying to accomplish things, but I'm not like I'm not pursuing fighting, for example, right. as I did all through my 20s. And I just I think that having that pursuit all during that time, which there's nothing wrong with it, but it was a very selfish pursuit. And as a result, yeah, and as a result of that, there's a lot of times where like there's just times where I wasn't there, or I had to skip things, or you know, it's like I have the kids with me, but I'm training, and they're just at the gym with me. Right. It's just like uh, it's just just a part of the process, and it's not necessarily good or bad. But I just think that if you get through that and maybe go after some of those things or experience some things, travel, do some things, accomplish some things or whatever. You'll just be better as a parent. Once you get past some of that, just that little bit of a development stage in your twenties.
1: Yeah. Just learning how to function in life. Yeah. You know, because like you go like me, I was 18 and then eight months later, I have a kid. I went from having to raise my hand to go to the bathroom to being in charge of a human life. It's
0: crazy. Like, you were a child. Uh,
1: yeah, bro. Dude,
0: if I any 20-year-old or 18, especially an 18-year-old, if they were to tell me today, oh, you're about to have a kid, I would just look at them like, you fucking fool.
1: There's was a, a kid I went to school with. Um, he moved here from uh, the Ivory Coast when he was like 12 years old. His name was uh, Tresu Bangura, but he went by Elvis. Mm-hmm. That was his name, and uh, he had two kids by the time he graduated high school—one freshman year, and one junior year. Wow. Yeah. It's wild. It's like I could I couldn't believe it, but I mean, where he I mean, when he was born, his his parents were 12 and 14. Now, you know,
0: right? Like now, much of society—that's how we work. As far as the world, it's just we live in different times now.
1: My mom was 15 when she had my brother. My grandma was 14 when she had my mom. Mm-hmm.
0: Like, dude, my mom had me a month before 18th birthday. Yeah. My dad it was two months before his 17th birthday. Yeah. So shit, 17 and 16 year old <laughs> having kids, babies yeah. having babies, and that's just really naturally how it's always been. Yeah. It's just
1: now the stigma is.
0: Well, not even just the stigma. It, I just think that we're in a place to where even though from maybe an evolutionary standpoint we have that drive mm-hmm. it's we're just not in a place to where we actually have to to act on that drive or even it's probably even better for the development of the kid to not act on that drive just because of the way things are set up today
1: well, we at least have the ability to uh, do it safely if you're going to i mean for the longest time I mean fuck yeah if there wasn't condoms and oh, yeah. any of that you know yeah i just think about <laughs>
0: my ability to uh, to just to give more of myself now is much greater than it was then.
1: Well, you got more to give, right? You, you know. So, yeah, man. I just um, the hardest part I think was for yeah. sure like we
0: adjust that too it's, low. Yeah, it's
1: too low. Better. Yeah. Better. Yeah. Okay. I think the hardest part for real was like, you know, I spent so much time alone as a kid mm-hmm. and just like. F- just being a kid and not, like, having, like, parental direction. Yeah. Like, I wanted to be in a parent, like, blind as fuck, you know? Yeah. And, you know, luckily, like, I, I was able to live at home when Kyla was born for, you know, a few more years. and That worked out. It worked out big time. Well, and that was, like, the best thing that really ever happened because, like, it forced my dad and I to have, like, a better relationship. And, mm-hmm. like, I mean – He's a fucking dad now, you know, like, because so he can be a grandpa, you yeah. know, like, yeah, it's yeah, it's 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 like it's been weird because like, you know, my dad, we talking about that the other day. And he's like, you know, like, I didn't know how to help you when it all happened. He's like, I didn't. Yeah. He's like, I didn't know what to fucking do either. And I just like, I, so I just went to work. <laughs> 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 you know? He's like, I knew I could do that. He's like, I just went to work. Just, like I just never stopped working. He just did what he knew. Yeah. He's yeah. like, so I just like I didn't spend any time being a dad. You know?
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's wild, man. Dude, it's been a wild trip. And you're done. You're not going to have any more.
1: No, fuck no, bro. I got a good one. And it's hard. Hard as fuck. I couldn't have a bad one. Because <laughs> if Kylie's half as bad as me, I don't, dude, I don't know what I'm going to do. Oh, you'll be fine.
0: <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do, bro. You'll be fine.
1: If if she was a boy and was half as bad as me, I think I could, I'd could. i be fine because I'd just whoop his ass and...
0: We'd, uh, we'd figure it out that way, maybe. Maybe. but, maybe. <laughs> but can't do that. Can't do that. It's different times. I never really spanked the kids. I tried a couple times when they were little, and... Uh, no, it just made Kylie scared of me. Yeah, I and mean, I just felt bad doing it. it was, they resisted anyway, and I just felt bad. I didn't really have it in me. I was never really spanked a whole lot. I was, See, and I was. Really? And, you know, And then, like, I was
1: afraid of my dad. Really? You know, and... Then I realized, like, I, you know, I spent Kylie a couple times when she was when she was younger, and then I was like, she's terrified of, yeah. like, of when I get mad because she thinks this is going to happen. It's like, that can't happen. Yeah. You know, like, that yeah. can't happen at all.
0: Yeah. I think for the most part, the kids do a pretty good job of listening to me. Like, I don't really have to get too fucking crazy with them. I And see, and most of that, too. Addison is, doesn't is, like it, me to get upset at all. Is age.
1: Yeah, same with Kylie. She, like, because there, well, there's no point, you know, mm-hmm. and she's old enough now. That she understands, like, look, like, if you're being an asshole to me, like, Mm -hmm. what are we doing here? Like, we're not going to solve any fucking problems, Yeah, you know? Yeah. And I had a hard time with that as a kid, too, you know? Like, I I blew up on a lot of fucking people. I had terrible anger issues. It's probably the short man syndrome, you know?
0: Could be a number of reasons.
1: Yeah. Oh, it was a ton of shit, you know? But, you know, and like, that's also, like, having a kid being a kid, like... You don't know how to deal with that shit yet. Mm-hmm. And, dude, it took me until 26 to, like, really to not blow up on people when I'm angry. Yeah. You know, like. Yeah, dude. You know, like, twenty six, just, just to be able to have, like, a real conversation with someone and, like, not make it all about myself mm-hmm. and truly try and see the other side of things. And yeah.
0: That's a tough one. Yeah, To not make it about you. Yeah. Yeah. That Four Agreements book, uh, one of the agreements, have you read that before? Um, Dude, it's fucking great. One of the agreements is um, just don't take anything personal. And that's one of the things that I've I've tried to uh, take to heart the most, especially in this podcast game when you're trying to schedule people, you're reaching out to people or whatever the case may be. Um, It's tough. You can't take anything personal because – even if somebody is, say, uh, you know, rude to you or mean mm-hmm. to you or disrespectful or whatever the case, it's not really about you. It's, right. it's true. It, it, it sounds stupid, but it truly is just reflection of them at the moment. Yeah. It really fucking is. And once you get over that, it makes things so much easier because I can't tell you how many times where. I'd reach out to somebody or, you know, maybe they they left me on red or mm-hmm. they just didn't get back to me or it was just super difficult or they cancelled on me and we res- or whatever the case may be. Right. And at any one of those moments I could have been like, you know, fuck them, why you know, I could have made I could have created any sort of story in my yeah. head, you know, like why are they doing this disrespectful, whatever, I could have took offense. But at the end of the day, every time when we do finally connect, there always oh man, sorry about that. It was this, this, or this, or whatever the case. Right. And it's like yeah, I get it. Yeah, we're life. Here, like we're life. here. We're here now. All good. And honestly, like when I was doing mine, that was a big
1: part of why I stopped because I still wasn't like truly able to <sighs> separate hard. it from that. You know, it's hard, dude. Yeah. No one gives a fuck. No, and some people do, but they just give a fuck about what they're doing more, right? Like. Mm-hmm. And that's gonna usually outweigh what you got. Mm-hmm. Right? So mm-hmm. like I would get so frustrated and just upset and then I just like, All right, dude,
0: I'm I'm fucking done. I was just done. It's know? a grind. Yeah. It's a r it's a grind. Yeah, I've been
1: like I said, I've been kicking the tires at it again. I got a couple buddies who've been trying to fucking start one, and they asked me to do it with them. Oh, really? Yeah, and I did one a few weeks ago um, with my buddy Donovan. Shout out to the Two turt Podcast. If you smoke cannabis and are in the industry in St. Louis, there is no place that's going to fucking show you more love than them for sure. They're the boys, dude.
0: Shout out. Yeah, dude,
1: you should connect with them. You guys would have a fucking blast. Right on. Yeah, he's got. Oh, dude, and his uh, his studio like overlooks the arch in his apartment downtown. No, he's downtown. Say- oh, it's great. Oh, it's cool. Great. Other than, uh, dude, I was running. I'm, you know, me fucking running late all the time, and yeah, I'm fucking at the gas station before I head down there. <clears throat> like. Paying for gas Buying some other shit And then like, like Fuck I gotta go pump Or you know A like, bunch of people behind me Lady hands me my shit back And I just like uh, You know just grab it And walk out <laughs> Went outside Fuck That's when I lost my wallet dude I fucking mm. Guess I set
0: it on top of the car and, That's a bummer bro No more wallet Yeah Now you have your fanny pack No more wallet <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah Fuck all so, that No man yeah, That's a bummer
1: That Dude The ultimate L as an adult, I think is probably losing your wallet. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Well, yeah. Like shout out to fucking Apple pay so I can get that on my phone. But mm-hmm. like, even then I, you know, I still got to cancel my card and wait for a new one to yep. get a digital one mm-hmm. in which I didn't go to the bank. I just tried to do it over the phone. And if you go to the bank, they can get you a digital card right there on your phone. But mm. it's not, it's, uh, it is it a fucking mess. Yeah. it's a nightmare, dude. Yeah.
0: That, taxes the dmv like these are the things that it's just like fuck dude i hate dealing with these things as an adult dude i think so i I got a new car recently and
1: the best part about it was i didn't have to go to the dmv for anything yeah you you can get your
0: plates now yeah you can do everything there i got my tags online this past time which was really nice bro i did it at the dealership oh really
1: yeah you could pay everything right there
0: oh wow I couldn't believe it. Is it just certain dealerships that do that? I I don't know, but everyone should. (laughs) That's cool.
1: Dude, they sent me my plates in the mail. Yeah. I don't have to go to the DMV. Everything's
0: already registered. It's all all good. Oh, wow. Oh, it was beautiful. Hey, listen, that sounds like an
1: amazing service. Uh, Dude, it was fantastic. It was absolutely fantastic. Yeah. And I got a great steal on a car. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think, you know, earlier I said 2021 has been weirder for me than 2020. I think I just had so much more worse shit happen to me this year. Like, yeah. Yeah, dude. Like my car blew up on me <laughs> fucking twice. That's brutal. Yeah. I was, yeah. But it's all good. Was I'm the weird. engine? Uh, It was a bunch of things in the engine. Uh-huh. And essentially it was, you could either replace the engine. But the engine for that car is just going to do that regardless if it's over 150,000 miles. Oh, really? Unless you're like adding all, all kinds of shit, like oh, it's, wow. extreme maintenance for what the car is fucking worth. To be honest, yeah. Um, and you can replace the parts, but you have to take the entire engine apart to do it. So mm-hmm. the labor for that is just as much for yeah the new engine and everything itself. It's and, just a new car.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, something yeah.
1: that I don't have to get a new fucking engine for. Fuck yeah. that, dude. Yeah. Wow. But, dude, I've been lucky, though, as far as cars go. Like, That's the, I don't know, I'm fucking 28, I've had four cars. Oh, yeah, that's just how
0: it is, man. They all, they all break down at some point.
1: Yeah. I haven't had like anything major. The worst thing I hit a deer that fucked up the front end of my car for yeah. a, a long time, but yeah. insurance paid for all of it. But mm.
0: that's it. Do You have any intentions in hitting the road to help you know expand the brand? Oh, dude, I've been
1: I've been been hitting the road, dude. Where have you been? I was in Chicago all last week. Okay, yeah, well,
0: all over that area, like yeah. Um, you're one man one man band right now on yeah. the sales on the sales front. Yeah. You're one of the
1: best salesmen I know. I appreciate that. I'm trying to be. Goddamn it.
0: Yeah. Um.
1: But yeah, man, one band, band. But like, at the end of the day, like, this is what I did forever. Yeah, you know, like, I would fly into fucking New Orleans and make like a, a mm-hmm. twenty-hour drive round trip in yeah. a day and a half, and then fly back home.
0: So now you're just back at it.
1: I'm just back at it. Now I'm instead of selling produce and stuff I don't enjoy, I'm going and meeting with growers and with guys who own dispensaries and yeah. you know seeing some of the most beautiful flower in the world and mm-hmm. you know meeting people who are just like hey man like I I remember being in your position this stuff's great like I, I what can I do to help oh, that's awesome there's not been one person that I've met so far like in the cannabis industry that hasn't been like dude what can I do to help like it's wild, especially here locally, man. Yeah. Like, dude, the the love for each other here is yeah, wild. That's awesome. Dude. Yeah, man. Like it's it's pretty refreshing coming from like, you know, MMA world where everyone's just trying to climb all over each other yeah, all the time. A lot of crabs
0: but, in the fucking barrel.
1: A lot of crabs in the barrel and a not enough um wee mentality. Because you know, this isn't like two thousand one. We're not fighting in work boots and jeans and you know, parking lot of a biker bar. Like, yeah, that still happens, but like, that's not the pinnacle anymore. You, you Who the know? fuck was doing that in 2001? Uh, it, King of the cage, dude. King of the cage was having shows like that, dude. WEC. Uriah Faber fought for WEC in the parking lot of a fucking like biker bar.
0: Are you talking about MMA fights? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like. They just did the one this last past this past weekend the Shady Jacks.
1: That's what I'm saying. That stuff still happens, but that's not the pinnacle anymore. No. The pinnacle is the billion-dollar industry, right? Yeah. And when the pinnacle was that, mm-hmm. it was, okay, it's us versus everyone because that's the spot. Yeah. You know, and like you said, like.
0: Yeah, okay, I hear you're saying that. You
1: know, like now the UFC has 600 people on their roster. That's a fucking lot. 600 people on their roster. And yeah, they make cuts and everything all the time, but, like. You have a chance. Oh, oh, you yeah. got a chance to stay there. Yeah. And it's not us versus them. It's the managers and the coaches and the fighters versus, like, the organizations. Because as long as everyone's being crabs in a bucket, they're just going to be like, okay, cool, that guy will take less, that guy will take less, that mm-hmm. guy will take less. He's good, he's good, he's good, but he'll take the, le- the least. Mm-hmm. You know? It doesn't really matter anymore. Yeah. Because everyone's like, oh, fuck them, fuck them, fuck them. Yeah. But... That's why you know there has to be a union for the fighters.
0: <laughs> yeah, so that's another topic. How the hell did we get there? Uh,
1: because uh, you, you
0: went from people helping you to to, just, to how fighters don't help each other.
1: Uh, no, just how it's just the MMA industry is. It, it can be super fucking awful sometimes, man. Yeah, like people like just they're so ruthless for nothing. Yeah, you know, like we all got the same goals here, like. Yeah. We can work together to accomplish things. Like, right. It can happen. People do that, you know? Yeah,
0: that's true, man.
1: And there's got to be more. I But part of it is on the other end of that, like, it's one of the most selfish fucking grinds in the world. Mm-hmm. Because of, you know, how much you have to put in to be the best in the fucking world. Like, yeah. There just
0: needs to be more profit sharing amongst the UFC and his fighters. Oh,
1: whoa. Well absolutely
0: that'll go a long way
1: and I get it's a big production and it costs a lot to put on you're so full of shit but I guarantee they get tax breaks in Vegas and, you know
0: bro <laughs> you know goddamn yeah yeah
1: they're fucking ridiculous yeah. dude the amount of money that they bring into Vegas itself they're for, if they're willing to give NFL stadiums and these owners and stuff they're for sure going to do it for Dana
0: dude between not just the fight shows but the amount of traffic that they bring in to that UFCPI. Oh yeah. I mean their their HQ is there, so of course they were incentivized to stay there. Think about the the dollar influx that comes in when
1: counter fights.
0: Yeah, you know what you, when you, yeah what it used to be. It still
1: dude, they still travel. They still travel. That's true. Still sells the fuck out. That's it's not true. about how his, his results. His days are gone. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah. It it, it was beautiful while it happened. It was amazing. You know, I don't like, think
0: he's gonna sell like he used to anymore.
1: He's he's on the De La Hoya side of things now. Like yeah. he'll sell two or three more and then be done. Yeah. He's got enough money. Yeah. 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 He just bought a piece of Real Madrid, I think. Oh really?
0: Yeah. Well he sold proper, right?
1: Uh, a good chunk of it. Yeah. Uh, he didn't own all of it,
0: though. Right. He you know? he was just, I think, the majority owner. Yeah. You, I think. No. He's a minority think, owner. Yeah, I
1: think, well, him and Audiotar, I think, split like 48% of
0: it. Oh, really? Or something like that. And oh. then the well, either way, thing, he sold, I think, his... Yeah.
1: He sold a good, good share of it and put like $250 million into uh, professional sports. Good for him. Fuck Yeah. Fuck
0: yeah, dude. Like, he just needs mm. to quit fighting pedestrians.
1: Unless it's in a cage. I'm cool with him just, just you know, dude, starching some guy. Fight, huh? He'll
0: fight anybody everywhere.
1: He's a fighter. <laughs> He's, you're, hey, you're telling me a guy who is willing to put his life on the line in his undies in front of a million people isn't afraid to do some wild shit in public?
0: I mean, one with CTE will.
1: Uh, For sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. But there's some guys who are just... About it, anytime, any place. Yeah. Do you like do you know who Sean Strickland is? Mm-mm. He's he's a monster. He fights at 185 in the UFC. He's mm. he's really fucking good, but he's a psychopath. Like he talks like openly all the time. Like I can't like I can't go out in public because I know I'll kill somebody. Like. I can't be around people. I hate people. It's hard for me to even go to the gym and train with people because I just want to hurt someone. Like, mm-hmm. and it's not like Macho Man Randy Savage shit. You know, it's yeah. not pro wrestling. Like he, there's something wrong with him.
0: Sure, there are definitely fighters who are yeah. just like that. Yeah, yeah. oh, absolutely.
1: <laughs> they fight because they like to hurt people, and yes. he just so happens to be really fucking good at it. Right. You know. Yeah. Um. Completely fucking off to, uh, off topic, but that's why uh, I, I I saw a good counterpoint for. Why they shouldn't teach jujitsu to cops. Right? Okay. Because there's still going to be pieces of shit who always slip through the cracks and come through, and now you're just going to teach them to be trained killers. Yeah.
0: Right. I, I think the idea is hopefully know, you, know you, that, you right. humble them during the process. Hopefully. Yeah. I hopefully. mean, how can you not? Hopefully. Because those ones who are pieces of shit will probably quit doing jujitsu. No, because there's plenty of piece of shit guys who just
1: turn into killers like paul harris you know
0: they could
1: <laughs> you know mm-hmm. it, it is a possibility yeah and, you know i don't it's more likely i mean it's more unlikely for uh, for that to happen yeah i don't know it just popped up like that's that was the main counterpoint for that oh really yeah
0: i didn't really think through all the differences that they actually have to to keep in mind when like in in terms of jiu-jitsu because when they're doing it especially for work they have to work around their body armor they have to work around their belt they have to keep in mind that they need to keep the suspect away from their firearm yeah there's just all these different factors that i didn't really think about until i saw a post made by ashley cummings yeah Yeah. and she was talking about that and i was like man those are really good points like it is good to know jujitsu in general but if you are thinking specifically for the job you 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 have to take into account those other things all of that yeah yeah
1: sure because I mean, they might have a weapon on them too now that you didn't find before the scuffle engaged, and yeah. now your weapon's exposed. They have one. You're not in an advantageous position, right? And, uh, yeah,
0: there's always the threat of them having a weapon, right? Like yeah. whether you're an officer or just a, like you and yeah. me, just a regular person. Like yeah. that's always something that should be at the top of my mind. Do they have a knife? Right. For real. Fell again. Yeah, bro. Eventually, I'm gonna. Whenever like I have the whole studio, like a permanent studio, put together, I'm gonna I'm gonna switch over to like the the mics and the arms, oh, and dude. just keep these for travel. We could drill some
1: holes in this motherfucker right here, and then when you're not using it, there's plugs, and you just put a placemat over
0: it. <laughs> okay. I'll probably get a different table, get a longer table, so that way we could do two and two. Oh yeah, yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll start off with two, just because everything that I want is crazy expensive always dude yeah and and it doesn't have to be but you're just like me it's like but that shit's really nice i like it no so here's the thing ironically enough these so these are dynamic mics yeah they're dynamic mics i think compressor mics are the other ones Mm -hmm. and these are just really good quality so i was looking and i wanted i was just searching dynamic mics and the mic that i came across the one i wanted is like it's like 350 dollars for the dynamic mic and uh it's just i'm like fuck it man so, I mean, that's like 700 bucks for those two. Yeah. 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 You can't have mismatching stuff. Well, and I just want really good quality. Yeah, with, absolutely. With, with the mics. And dynamic mics, I don't think need a... Uh, well, the quality is really good, and they don't need a phantom power source. Right. So I just wanted to go with that because, obviously, I just have experience with, with these mics. And ironically enough, I, I found... Like, the ones that I found, it's the ones that Rogan actually uses. So I'm just like... <laughs> cool i was on the right track hey steal like an artist baby well absolutely <laughs> i got that book actually have you yeah. read that
1: book no i actually yeah, i i put it on my my amazon
0: yesterday it's a good book yeah it takes like two seconds to read
1: yeah well i started to listen to the audio book and i was like i just want to have the copy so i can take notes yeah you know yeah like i i get so lost in audio books that i never consume them mm. you know like, same with the podcast. Like, I don't consume the whole thing. I listen to it. Yeah. You know, I'll pick up bits and pieces. Just, but I just got so much other shit going on in my head. And right. And I'm always doing something. Unless I, like, sit down and, like, watch the video version of the podcast, mm-hmm. that's really the only time I ever consume all of it. Really? So, like, yeah. It's just, I, I don't really listen to music much anymore. And if I do, it's fucking all old shit that I've been listening to for 20 years, you know? Mm-hmm. And, yeah, just I'll put podcasts on in the background and, like, just operate that way. Right, just you kind know. of
0: passively listen. Yeah. Consume. Yeah. Yeah. Or like,
1: you know, when I go to the grocery store, like, all right, if I'm alone, I'm putting my headphones on, I'm just going to walk through, listen to a podcast, do my shopping, check my list, yada, yada, yep. yada, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just been, really, I think that happened when uh, when I was working for my dad, you know? Because I spent so much time in the car. Mm. I was just like, you know, I'm, all right, I got, I got 20 hours in the car in the next two days. So yeah, let's, uh, let's find a show. Yeah. Oh, cool. Rogan's got 1500
0: episodes. Yeah. Yeah. It's easy when you're in the car a lot. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and you you know you, you don't consume everything when you're in the car either. You're thinking about shit and driving and focusing on where you're going and trying to yeah. read the Google maps and Yeah. You know, fuck, I gotta get coffee, I gotta piss. And, yeah,
0: I like the thoughts that get generated though. Yeah. Like the ideas. They'll yeah. say something and be like, Oh shit, that'll spark an idea. Right. And then you're like, Wait, 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 hold on, I gotta pause this and go back. Yeah. I, it was twelve oh, It was twelve minutes ago. I miss so many things when I listen to certain episodes. I don't even care anymore. I'm just, no, I used to like I they're used just to, too much fucking content. Exactly. Like, and i was
1: like overwhelming myself with content
0: yeah it's like oh i want to listen to this 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 they this. Like, fuck you listen yeah Gotta slow it down buddy yeah like i
1: don't watch anything on tv anymore because i would just I would binge everything yeah you know like i spent so much fucking time not doing anything mm. you know <laughs> just <laughs> just, wasting just wasted away well, cuz i was i, I was just you know Existing I wasn't feeling. You know mm-hmm. Like I was working a, a job that I hated I had no free time Other than You know A few days out of the week Or out of the month Really Cause some You know Sometimes I'd be gone 16 days out of the month mm. And then It's like The days that I'm home Okay I gotta Now I gotta take care of Kylie And Yeah You know Try and make a A, a woman happy And then Yeah I, I get some time to myself And I'm just like oh, like, Yeah You're you fucking know, toast Yeah man So I just try to consume way less fucking content these days, other than a few podcasts here and there and just trying to produce
0: shit these days. Yeah.
1: Well and like I realize I can never work like really diligently if I'm paying attention to what's going on in the podcast, you know. Like mm-hmm. obviously like Yeah, I mean the idea
0: of multitasking is just so fucking
1: And so like well like once I like really start to like get into an idea mm-hmm. i'm like oh, i gotta shut the podcast off you know even if like i'm not even paying attention to it, it's just yeah. the noise that's yeah. like distracting well, anyway. you, you know so yeah i've been dude i just been driving myself crazy trying to think a different shit for this yeah
0: <laughs> yeah yeah just how to spread it spread well, the reach
1: well so because i can't advertise yeah you know yeah. I and mean, I'm a one-man band. Like, I've been sending out a ton of papers to people all across. Like, dude, I the papers have made it to Hawaii. They've made it to Texas. They've made it to California. Yeah. They've made it to New York. Like, yeah. they've been – it's crazy, man. That's like, awesome. I, I couldn't believe it. Like, there was people who found the page that didn't follow me that ordered papers. Oh, sick. Like, they still haven't followed, like, the page or anything. They just ordered papers. Yeah. It's crazy. That's awesome. Yeah, dude. Like, yeah.
0: You need more inventory. Uh, Three weeks. Three weeks. (laughs) You're waiting. Yeah. Did you place a pretty big order? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I placed a pretty fucking big order. So people can order directly from you, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can can order directly
1: from me at the website, uh, handwrapsco.com, or fucking find it on Instagram, handwraps underscore. Um, Yeah, man, dude. um, I got... Cones coming, hopefully, in the next few months. Oh, those cool. That seems to be what everyone wants. So, Cones are great. Dude, I, I mean, I, part of this, too, is because, like, I really enjoy, like, rolling joints and rolling blunts and stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. And You get the XLs? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Those, are, those are all coming. So um, these, man, they come with 50 in a pack compared to, like, the normal, like, 24 or 32 with tips, mm. right? So I'm trying to make sure that, the king size come with that too. Cause hmm. like I said, these are for fucking people who smoke. Like, you know, I smoke a lot of joints. Yeah. You
0: know, like dude, you, got, you go through them, dude.
1: I know, man. And like a pack of 24, that might last me a week <laughs> for real. Like, yeah. If that, if I'm hanging out with a bunch of people, if I'm fucking, if the fights are on on Saturday and people are coming over, like, you yeah. know, like, yeah. well, they're probably going to be gone that week. Always with you three, so. Exactly, you know? I mean, and that's, that's not abnormal for when we hang out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, yeah. like, and for the same price, like, you're literally getting double. Yeah, you know, that's legit. Um, I didn't even
0: think about that. I don't even think I paid attention to the quantity difference. Yeah, there'll be it, it'll be on the box the next time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I got to yeah. advertise that Yes, let people Ab- know. Absolutely, absolutely.
1: So there's a few things I still got to iron out with these. Yeah, I'm gonna. Th- I'm gonna this just,
0: is just the first iteration. You're going to end up updating things, right? Like, oh, like yeah. you said, you're going to add that to the box. So yeah. it's just, there's always going to be this constant tinkering. Oh, the, yeah. There's uh With different things. Yeah, I got a bunch of shit. That's going to be, yeah, it's going to be cool, man. I
1: can't, I can't fucking wait, and I can't thank everyone enough for just tapping the fuck in and just selling me the fuck out. Like, I'm, I, <laughs> dude, I was not expecting that at all.
0: I'm surprised.
1: I don't know. I fucking got to get the confidence up, man. That's I just, the. Yeah,
0: I'm sure you had, It's like, man, I'm going to get these, and I'm going to fucking sell all these. Uh, dude. It, and then it happened. And, and then you're happened. like, holy shit. I did it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like i did it you like, know? wow was it easier than you thought Dude, I, I couldn't keep up i can't i can't fill every order right you know like yeah. so you really need inventory
1: yeah, yeah. it's coming it's coming yeah. that's the order is no, on you it's, got way. It's, it's on yeah yeah it's, like i said if these few things i got going work out bro it's off to the fucking
0: races big things ahead my friend
1: absolutely absolutely Fuck, dude! It's a Big part. of It's because of you, man. I don't know about that. Though. I don't know. A lot, of, a lot of times, me and you had talks about <laughs> ex- exploring fucking everything we can. It's been four years this week that I quit my job. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, four years this week I quit my fucking job. I, That's I, awesome. I went to, uh, went to Colorado by myself. Remember? We, I, you probably don't even remember. We were just talking in jiu jitsu, and I was like, I don't know if I can go to this concert. I'm gonna go see Russ. Yeah, Fuck. you
0: told me about it after the fact.
1: Yeah, and everyone, and you're like, just fucking go. It's like- <clears throat> Yeah, and I fucking went. That, I went. that really happened.
0: Yeah. I don't remember that conversation, but I remember you telling me that you went to go see Russ at Red Rocks by yourself. I was like, really? Yeah. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Like,
1: it was just like one of those bullshit conversations in passing. Like, oh, really? we're standing at the wall at jiu-jitsu class. The kids are fucking <laughs> doing warm-ups and shit. And I'm like, yeah, I think I'm going to go to this concert. And, you know, all my friends are being fucking lame, not wanting to go. You're like, fuck them, go. Yeah, bro. Was that's- it awesome? It was incredible, dude. Fucking went, Russ is so good. Dude, I went and saw Russ at the Red Rocks. That must have been fucking awesome. Right after he dropped the really the um the uh, the zoo. Right after yep. he dropped the zoo. that like, was a sick ass yeah. album. So dude. he was playing he was playing both albums there. Oh man, that was insane. He's so good. I went I went to that must have been epic. I went to Red Rocks. I went to Colorado for a weekend by myself and I went hiking at Garden of the Gods. Oh that's cool. And I went and fucking smoked a joint at the top of this mountain and yeah. just kinda of sat there and was How like therapeutic was that? Yeah, I was like, Why do I not just do whatever makes me fucking happy every day?
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, we often talk ourselves out of things. We yeah. just every day of my life. The stories we tell ourselves, man. It, yeah. They're they're so much scarier in your own head. No one gives a shit. No one's thinking about you. Nope. (laughs) Nope. You don't need permission. Nope. No, you need permission from yourself, and that's the hardest thing to get sometimes, you know?
1: Mm -hmm. And, yeah, I just remember fucking coming back, and I went back to work for another week, and I was like, I just went from, like, doing everything that I wanted to do, making myself happy. Like, Mm -hmm. I went and trained. I went and saw Russ. Fucking went and saw the beautiful mountains and it's like now I'm in Mount Olive, Mississippi at a gas station looking at a billboard of RIP Steve McNair. (laughs) Like, (laughs) like, like if I'm going to do this, like I got to do something that's going to fucking make me happy. If I'm going to be sitting here looking at this shit, like every fucking day, it's gotta be for me. I can't, it can't be for anything else. And fucking four years later, and just training full time and managing and, and fucking commentating. And now this shit's here and it's fucking taking. It's just weird, man. It's
0: weird. Man. Yeah. Life's a journey, bro.
1: Yeah. It's went my fucking fast. Fast as fuck do we I lost a year. I did nothing last year. I just did jujitsu and hung the fuck out. You know, I got way better at jujitsu. I'll say that. Like yeah. Way better than where I was at. Yeah. Uh, a
0: lot of people lost that year. Not big business. No. But so, most of us normal people. Yeah. Yeah. No, we spent a lot of hours in the basement at Kirk's. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I did a lot of jujitsu over 2020.
1: Yeah, that's, dude, nothing else to do. We had fucking... The McCormick's and Augustine would come over. They'd hit mitts in my basement. I got mats there, and then, you know, we'd roll there. And then Kirk would be like, all right, yeah, we're training here. Yeah. You know? Fucking... Sneaking off down the street, yeah, crossing fucking the, the main road, trying to get into the gym without anyone seeing it. Yeah. yeah.
0: I think that does a lot of jujitsu <laughs> stories. Yeah. A lot of people just training in their garage or their buddy's house or some shit. Yeah. I trained, Small groups. I trained way more than I ever did, though. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Was, I had more time than ever. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah.
1: That's for fucking sure. I was training like, like four or five hours a day sometimes. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. It was, it was. good though. I learned a lot, you know. Yeah. Way well, like I. I learned more in that time than I did in the first two years of jitsu Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Deep dive will do it. Yeah. Like, I didn't think I was. Like, I. I did. I. Looking back at it, I don't think I was like actually like a blue belt until then. You know. Really. Yeah. Like, it was, I don't know. I guess it just depends
0: what your standard of a blue belt
1: is. Yeah. I found out. I found out what my what I think my standard is. So now when I have my school, I think that will be the standard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I guess it's got to be different for everyone, right? But You're going to open up school. Yeah I, yeah, I have to. I have to. Yeah, I've started too but I'm too far into this journey to not, I think, yeah. at some point. Yeah. You know? And I've just had so much fun and made so many great friends and relationships mm-hmm. through jiu Like.
0: Yeah.
1: And I don't know. I love getting better and fucking getting my ass whooped and, like you said, just fucking getting humbled every fucking day. Yeah. Account.
0: I like just hanging out on the mats.
1: Yeah, bro, like one of my favorite things uh in life is the post training hang. Yeah. You know, like yeah. you're just fucking dead sitting up at the wall and we're fucking making fun of someone over there who's dying uh, and getting choked, you oh, know. Yeah. Like <clears throat> or, you know, how many times, you know, we've finished training, everyone comes to my house, we fucking smoke some joints in the kitchen and <laughs> bullshit.
0: And, yeah, just chill.
1: Yeah, you know. I think that's super crucial to the development of the team, though. And
0: I think, yeah, I think if you're trying to build a team or any sort of uh, culture community, you have to do those things. Yeah. Spend time together.
1: Well, yeah, very, very few people, I think, like, excel at something like this without spending time with the team. Like, there's nobody that just, like, comes into the gym, they, like, just do their shit, and they don't interact with people there and are, like, world class you know mm-hmm. i can't think of any at least there's probably a few sure yeah but i can't think of anyone who's not
0: yeah because you don't get there alone you have to write your training partners and the right. other people who are, are you know also dedicated or just the people who are just there to help you along your way you yeah. know i mean you definitely can't do it by yourself no it's it's so important to have a
1: fucking team in this and there's so many guys that are just yeah. still like Oh, I'll tra- I will I don't want to train with anyone. Nobody fucking I want to train hear. with everybody. I want to train with everybody. Everybody, bro. Everybody, bro. Like, dude, especially if I'm going to have to wear the gi in jujitsu, I have to train with everybody mm-hmm. because there is so much shit. <laughs> dude, dude I just, you can't learn it all. Yeah. You can't learn it all, but you got to at least know what's fucking out there and see it once or twice. Yeah, like, there's a lot of good people out there.
0: Dude. A lot of good people in the
1: city. I was going to say, think of how many world champions we have Within 50 miles of right here, I have no idea how dude, many we have. There's a, a, at least 10.
0: Yeah, you know, like it's, who've won? Who've won it at one belt or another? One or? belt
1: or another? Multiple black belt world champions. Oh you yeah, know, like,
0: oh, dude, dude. This whole area is just Marcel, world, world Nick Sanders, just, oh, you know, yeah.
1: Junior. Like all, like all these guys. Dude, we have so many black belt world
0: champions just in. Yeah st charles yeah i know? don't even i don't, is watson a black belt world champion i'm sure he's one world or something hasn't he? Uh, i don't know i don't I, I, I,
1: th- I think maybe purple belt worlds maybe but i think he stopped competing in jiu-jitsu i don't quote me on this part but i i know
0: he went like full-time in yeah
1: for a long time yeah
0: you know so. i don't know either way savage really good competitor yeah i think Rodrigo's a a world champion at black belt right that's what um, i'm saying like Fuck, man Dude, just... the, the Midwest alone Like, it really is Turning into a fucking Yeah Hotbed for
1: Jiu-Jitsu Yeah You know And not turning it in It has been for a long time It's just, I guess Getting the credit yeah. That it deserves
0: Is Is, um, is uh, Leo Pecania Is he a World champion Where's he at? Is he in Kansas City Or where's he at? So he's got where,
1: affiliations All over, well, man
0: he, But where's he? That I don't know I'm pretty sure He's here in the Midwest Somewhere He is I do know that He's in the Midwest But I don't know Exactly where he's at um, Yeah, man I mean, obviously See if you start looking at Mount Vernon over there.
1: Yeah, oh, I just said 50 miles. If we're going 100 miles, yeah. fuck, dude. Yeah. Between Chad Hawkins and Andrew, there's
0: 20 world medals alone, <laughs> you know? Oh, man, there's just so many world champions. And then, I mean, 100 miles gets us to Columbia. I mean, that's where Ezra is. I don't think he is ever a world champion, though, but he's won some pretty big matches. He, he extremely high-level competitor, yeah. right?
1: Yeah, everyone who knows Ezra knows
0: what the deal is. Everybody yeah. knows the deal there's is. There's
1: so many guys... Who are just monsters in the community that just don't compete, don't don't care to compete. Yeah, man, that's know?
0: dude. That's the thing, you know. It, competition, what it does do is it helps you build a brand that, and, and advertise. Yep. And so, in, in in which case, you maybe you get some instructionals, but even if you don't, then at least you make it known that what you're teaching is effective, and it help you maybe grow an academy or right. something, right? So. Right. There's, there's that benefit of it But there are so many people Who are savages Who just don't compete Do you know who Brian Glick is? No Exactly <laughs> Exactly He is,
1: was Now he has his own gym um, He was one of the main instructors At the Hensel Gracie Academy uh, Okay Under Donaher and, Really? Yeah And he's a guy built like me Who's you know Like a fucking rocket scientist Who just so happens to do
0: jiu-jitsu mm.
1: do- Doesn't compete There's a lot of those guys. And is is an absolute monster.
0: Yeah. You know. I think if you're one of those guys, if you can build a good competition team where your team does well, you can get away with not competing. Yeah.
1: Eh, Yes and no. Um, I think. Like Heath
0: doesn't really compete anymore. But he competed a lot.
1: Yeah, he he's been he. I mean,
0: I mean, he was there. Yeah, I mean, he was there at the very early days. I mean, he's been in the MMA, community. Yeah, he's been yeah. in the community for a very long time. Yeah, um, but he's only thirty eight, I think thirty eight, thirty nine. And it's and it's really tough though to, like, guide an army
1: and and train for war yourself. Right. You know. You
0: know what I'm saying? So if you are building like a, a good team, I mean, there's at a certain point you got to kind of focus on your. Yeah on your students more than yourself anyway. Right. Yeah. But, it, yeah. it, again, it helps to build it as a competitor, you know, yeah. like Gaval. Yeah. Like, like them or not. Or or the Mendez brothers who have a valet service at their gym. Do they really? Yeah. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah like,
1: bro, you get your car valeted. Yeah,
0: dude, you can, I mean, you can look at some of these, these big-ass programs and whether you like them or not, like, I mean,
1: yeah. they're yeah. doing well. Yeah. Uh, dude.
0: I have a very hard time being mad at people for making money. Oh fuck yeah! Because especially Good if you're doing what
1: I'm doing, making money, that gives me hope.
0: Yeah, man. If you exactly, dude. If somebody else is doing it, then you can too. Like, yeah. why not? Yeah. Like seriously. Yeah. Like dude, it has like, to be done.
1: Like the papers, man. Like I'm my. I'm not trying to take down Raw.
0: Yeah, that's the thing, man. Like that's what, that was my point. I I let myself have those the other thoughts right. and be like y'all oh, you can't do that but you can't like fuck those thoughts man yeah. you didn't have those thoughts and look at this you have this awesome product right now
1: but i i did for a long time i did for a long time you mm-hmm. know and like i said it took- there's a lesson in that yeah it 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 took to fucking being finally starting to be a grown ass man to, <laughs> to understand what that really is you know and like you know like i said you know i'm not trying to take down raw like I'm, I'm cool with having a little piece, mm-hmm. you know, that's all I want is a piece. If it happens to fucking be bigger than that, then I'll welcome it as it comes. But if I can have a piece, that's, that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. So I just want to be happy doing shit that I love. Yes. And if I can fucking smoke weed and do jujitsu and fucking hang out with my friends and go visit cool places and all of that makes me money, Bro. it's going to be, it's going to be tough to make me upset. Might yeah, be man. a little stressed, I'm uh, not upset, yeah.
0: <laughs> you know? Life is definitely much more than the money piece, but the money piece makes life so much fucking easier. Yeah. It's just one of the things, like the economic things, like you just got to kind of solve that puzzle. Yeah. But, man, it's like I kind of feel like I have all the other areas kind of okay. Like I'm pretty happy with pretty much everything.
1: Yeah, I'm finally yeah. to that point, I think. And that's I think that's really the only reason this has taken off is because I'm finally like
0: – You have all these other areas of your life in order
1: not so much even as an order. I'm just comfortable with where they are and where the direction's going and mm-hmm. who I'm going to be and like what I want to be mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. what life can be for myself mm-hmm. as opposed to just like being so upset at the uncertainty and mm. the inconveniences and, you know, other people, like I said, other people's success and
0: taking things too personal. Like Yeah. So you now know? you can focus on solving this economic piece. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And like, don't get me wrong. Like I've gotten by, but I don't want to just get by. Right. Like, and I, have I've, you know, like I said, I quit my job. Like, I, I was lucky to have a lot of money saved from a good job and af- could afford that, that risk at the time. But, you know, it's not to say that there wasn't nights over the last fucking two years that I didn't have to – I mean, I didn't eat dinner, so Kylie could, you know. Like, it just happens. She gets but, stressful. Yeah, but I've been able to make a living off of jujitsu and – MMA and doing commentary and matchmaking, all the shit that I love. Yeah. And, and now, you know, things are finally, I'm more comfortable with who I am in life. So those things are flourishing and it's allowing me to do shit like this that I can, you know, really enjoy too. Yeah. It's yeah. wild, man. It's wild. It's its hard to talk about
0: <laughs> for real
1: and for real. Like, why is that? Um, one, I think because I feel like I'm bragging sometimes mm-hmm. and like, I, I was always, like, loud and outspoken when I was younger, and I don't want to just, like, be brash, you know, anymore. Yeah. But, like, you have to talk about your successes. Oh, well, you're excited. Yeah, and I am excited. But I also don't want to, like, you know, like.
0: Yeah, well, those are just. It, yeah, yeah.
1: It's still insecurities, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's that's that's a huge struggle for me is, like. Uh, how i appear to other people i used to not care about that but then i realized like oh well the way a lot of people do see me isn't great sometimes and Mm. maybe i should see what's actually going on there yeah
0: well it's like it's just depending on who the people are you know it's you know maybe those are just the wrong people
1: yeah part of that too but i and i wasn't always the fucking the nicest person because i didn't give a fuck about anything other than what i had going on yeah you know and that can make you hard to be around Mm-hmm. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so it's it, like i said just growing up i guess but yeah yeah man i can't believe uh i can't believe it's taking this 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 to get me to, like this happy hey man it's just you a know? start really it, it is and like i think that's where i gotta keep telling myself it is just the start mm-hmm. because i'm like running so far with it in my head mm-hmm. you know yeah i gotta remember that like i still don't even have more of these yet like, <laughs> yeah like you need to solve that issue and then yeah you keep you building. Know, like,
0: it's just a little bit at a time right
1: yeah and you know like i said i went they they took off so fast like here locally i started like barking up trees all over the place and now i can't fill fucking orders that i need but it's a people are willing to wait they like what they say they see so mm-hmm. right it's good it's good man
0: yeah you know you're gonna deliver i have to yeah i have
1: to because this is mine like if it's if it was someone else's shit it'd be harder for me i mean easier for me to be like oh well give this shit. yes i mean oh yeah i'm making i'm making some money but it's
0: mine it's not mine right you have complete ownership right now yeah, complete ownership yeah yeah, yeah. That, that changes everything everything yeah because
1: now it's like all right cool i just i'm gonna put everything i have into this Yeah, right? bro. every dollar i'm making is going right back into it <laughs> <you know? laughs> so hopefully this so if you're listening to this buy fucking papers from me forever no. <laughs> <laughs> subscribe and save bitches yeah yeah absolutely that feature's coming soon that'll be on the website it's a good one yeah monthly drop box where you'll get papers um, we're working on lighters and a few other things a few um,
0: other accessories yep. have a nice little like uh, yep. little,
1: little box you send yep. out yep so yeah it'll be a custom branded box and um, yeah bro
0: yeah man lots of things ahead
1: yeah those will, those will hopefully drop in the spring
0: Good shit. Yeah, man. That's exciting, man.
1: Yeah, big, big shit coming, man. There's uh, if dude, if this lands, I gotta, I'll come back on here. And, <laughs> yeah, fucking break some huge fucking news, bro. Yeah, anytime. Um, but yeah, man, I appreciate you fucking having me. I'm gonna get out of here. I gotta go fucking rearrange the living room furniture.
0: Oh, fun. Yeah, we're right at two hours. Let's wrap this up. Jesus Christ. So one more time, tell the people where they can check you out.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Follow me um, on all social medias, my personal page, uh, at Stackin' Bricks uh, or Justin Scott Bricker. Um, If you want to search the website, handwrapscode.com and the social media is handwraps underscore
0: on Instagram. Awesome. That's it. I love you, buddy. I love you too, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. Bye, everybody. Peace. Peace all righty then i hope you guys enjoyed that conversation i had a blast if you are enjoying the show again do me a solid bring us a friend leave a rating review subscribe uh share on social media all these things they help a ton also, head over to imposedwill.com. You can get a, you can save 10% on all the apparel and goods by using the code OUTSIDE. We do also have uh, outside perspective. We have podcast gear, which is actually being hosted on imposedwill.com as well. So we have mugs and hats and, and hoodies and shirts. So if you want to support the show, that is a great way to do so, and you can get some cool-ass gear uh, in the process. So go to imposedwill.com. Check us out over there. Again, use the code OUTSIDE when you check check out you'll save 10 percent and uh listen that's all i have for you guys today keep being awesome humans we'll be back very soon with another conversation i love you bye